Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Tim. I'm the host of the brand new podcast called The Buddy List. I'm going to be bringing on all types of buddies of mine to chat about a plethora of subjects. The episode you're about to listen to is actually our first, and it features my good friend Isaac Shapiro on to discuss the toxic work environment where we actually met. So thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoy yourself. So, so Isaac, we met how many years ago now? Seven. 2015? Yeah. That's a long time. That's seven seven years. That's like terrifying how much time has passed. It still feels relevant. I know. It's creepy. You know what's terrifying? I'm going to turn 35 in like a week and a half. Well, you know, I, I just turned 36. Isaac's so. like, I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, when yeah. I read that, I was like, "You didn't even give me any context. You just sent, you just sent the copy paste. You were like, this doesn't need any context.' <laughs> Did you understand almost immediately? Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, you, you knew once, once you saw, you knew. Yeah, and I know you love that shit. Oh yeah, well, it's like I mean, maybe what I'll do is I'll pull up some of the other reviews. So we can go over those because it is just you know, it's my nectar. It's what feeds me. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. <clears throat> The epic tale of the fall of Created, formerly Jarek, is one of the parallels of the story of Icarus. In the midst of the creator economy, the micromanagement at the topmost levels, smart as they tell you, they are refused to incorporate tools in their flagship product to help creators monetize, get their stories seen, forgetting running ads to social media unless it was for their partner-sponsored challenge, or even get their stories published, rejecting stories for being under... Four, uh, 600 words, but not including a word counter. After the flagship product came to a digital marketing arm that immediately led and floated the company's revenue goals, but was ultimately cut for pieces, cut into pieces, destroying the asset. Following that, several bad investments in a plant-based mac and cheese, a workout <laughs> mirror, and other frivolous consumer items that could, even in the broadest definitions, never fit the mold for a self-proclaimed tech firm, just confused investors and employees that were tasked with marketing the services and products. He even call this company a passion product project at this point is at some points laughable. This is a lifeline for the EC and CEO and COO. So I think we know who the, do you know who the EC and the CEO are? I, uh, what's EC stand for? Uh, executive chairman. Who is that? <laughs> uh, I'll take, I'll give you a guess. That's the person you think it is. Oh, okay. I thought he was a CEO. Well, because he, he switched titles. He, okay. He gave that to, like, uh, Justin, I think, uh, is the, uh, the CEO. Right. I think the CEO is Lori Weinberg. No, uh, CEO is, like, this woman called Lori Weinberg. We never met her. No? Did and she I, work there when we worked No, no. Oh, okay. she, she was, like, a kind of investor person. I don't think we ever encountered her. And uh, maybe Justin's the CEO, or maybe he's the president. Uh, he has some stupid title where he gets yeah. paid too much to just, like, he doesn't do shit. Dig around in Photoshop and then act indignant when you ask for help. Oh yeah, yeah. He's they they always like preach like uh, he would preach uh, if you need help just just ask Justin and then you ask him. And I remember one time, you know what he? I asked him a question. You know what he did? He sent me a link to Google and it, it, what was that? What was <laughs> yeah, it called? Yeah, the I know the, the the Google thing. Let me Google that for Let you. Let me Google that for you. Yeah, and it, it went to there. I was like. I didn't ever even saw that before, so I was confused. But I was like, and then afterwards, I was like, "Wow, what a dick!" <laughs> it is the most dickish thing that, like, the most dismissive thing 
that you can do. Like yeah. uh, I think my brother, he, he works at Microsoft, a real company, and he talks about how like, <laughs> a real company, uh, yeah, yeah, how an intern that he didn't like uh, was kept on asking him questions, and he did that to the intern to give her the uh, impression that like she should just bug her off. Yeah, and she eventually went to him. I don't think you like working here. And he just sent her another Google link. But yeah, yeah, that, that is the ultimate modern way of just saying "fuck you." Yeah. Um, so you know that is Jeremy. Uh, and let's uh, continue with this screaming and belittling anyone who ever thinks to dis- dissent, despite the fact that they're glaring efforts to take an asset selling near twenty dollars a share and plunging it below one dollar. When the Nasdaq sticks this near corpse of a company, the employees are apt to be the only ones who suffer, as the EC will coddle the CEO slash CEO while singing his own praises and demeaning the rest of his, of his base about how they're not enough. It's just that tells you who that is. Does that sound pretty spot on? Yeah. <laughs> it sure does. I even got called stupid on different occasions in broad daylight and for doing what the EC told me to do. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> um, well, mm, Julio. Mm, oh, poor guy. Um, I would love to get Julio on here. Oh, God. Well, he's now in Florida, so I don't, you're not getting his ass. Conference call. Yeah, man, We're going to Zoom him in here. We'll Zoom him in here. We'll, we'll use that shit. That'd be amazing. We talked to him last time. That was, that was a really good time. I'm, I'm upset he moved to, to Florida. Yeah. He was a lot of fun. Even without that, he's cool. Yeah. yeah that, that was a fun time where we were just sitting in the pool just shitting on Jared yeah. for like uh, 40 and minutes. And he had a lot of shit. <laughs> way more than I could have imagined. <laughs> He gave me some good shit. It was worth it. Yeah, because there was worse stuff. There was worse stuff, like personal stuff that they would, uh, he would say to him. Yeah. Oh, God. Like the, the racial. And the funniest thing is like always the um, the HR is like the, the, the word that like that's like the boogeyman. Because yeah. he knows that that's like this repellent. The garlic. You, you can't, you know, the, the garlic is just going to come and make you want to run away. It's just going to make you terrified and that is what jeremy is afraid of the garlic that's going to have you run into the sun all right so let's keep this going he's a vampire he is a vampire um oftentimes described as an abusive relationship among senior managers job titles and duties are both undefined and opaque and the expectancy to work 10 to 14 hours a day is not unheard of the pay is peanuts compared to what the fat cats are making and don't you dare have a single thought that isn't resonant with the hyperbole being spewed out by the upper management's collective trash holster the fact that the EC is still able to excite read con investors on his products assets and companies ludicrous Mostly as I don't understand how everyone in his network hasn't blackballed him. The worst part of all of this, though, is the idea that started out as a cool one. But as with Icarus, those who can see through the fabric ravings of a man obsessed with only his own status and paycheck will recognize the sun is melting away his protections, and the fall will be a spectacle. To those who will work there still, get a year's worth of experience if you can stomach it and get out fast. I hate to imply that you're a great culture match so long as you can fit into a tight sweater, but the beta males at the helm are too narrowly focused on their own egos and appearances that they certainly do prefer people who seem 
uh, who or seen and not heard. Advice to management, go to therapy, lest the CFO, who's been floating the company with efforts by the finance and accounting teams for the decade plus they've been open, each and every upper management level individual who works at the company, to define working, to define anything they do as work would be a gross over-exaggeration. Needs to come off their pedestal, look around at the reality around them, and seriously contemplate how entirely useless they are in a professional, accredited, and moral setting. What uh, what medium was this posted on? This was on Glassdoor. Glassdoor is the best place to get your, um, you know, your your, your Jarek Media, your created reviews. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Jeremy posted on Glassdoor reviewing his own company and giving it. <laughs> that's sad, and giving it five stars and and the audacity uh, on under uh, pros and cons. Cons he put like not enough good restaurants around the area. <laughs> like, well, the funny thing is that, like, every now and then you'll see a five-star review when they're, they're like, too many negative reviews. <laughs> and then they they, you, they, they, they make they, some poor schlep that's been there for, like, a, a month uh, make a review. Yeah, exactly, because you want to be on the insider team. This company's going off. This is you're, – you're on the cusp of a rocket ride, baby. This is Elon <laughs> Musk and Tesla and Mark Zuckerberg, and you better not look back because we're taking the revolution to us. Yeah. Yeah, and we're supposed to have uh, – you know, you get percentage of the company, right? You get a – Oh yeah, the, the, the next to worthless stock that had like a one to twenty split, uh, just to like stay afloat. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that hasn't been because you you monitor that shit like almost every day. Oh yeah. So there had that was the first one in how long? First big negative review in how long? Oh no, there are other ones. This is just like the crescendo. This is oh. the, 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 the. I thought there hadn't been like a big one in a while though. Um, there have been littler ones. I can yeah. share them with you. I'll see if I can pull them up. Because, you know, every once in a while there's like a, a really, because they hire writers, there's a, there's a really good one every once in a while <laughs> written by like a writer. <laughs> yeah, you, you get that and it's like, you know, marbled steak from the heavens uh, when, yeah. when you get those reviews and they somehow think that like, you know, ah, they're disposable. Ah, they, they won't ruin the, the reputation. <laughs> ah, they, they won't come back for us. But uh, yeah, and you get those like ones from that. You know that that was exceptional. That was filet mignon. But you know there, yeah. there have been recently. I've been you know there's sometimes there are droughts. But like I swear I've seen one like every once or two weeks because you know I get bored. It's like you know what are my staples? Oh, I saw the stupid trends on Twitter. Um, no stupid uh, manga comics to read. Uh, <laughs> Nothing on YouTube that's new. Uh, no drama stuff to dig into. All right, I'm going to go to Glassdoor. I'm going to yeah. see if anyone added anything to Jerry. I do that. I do that for there. I also do that for that. Do you remember, um, after we're done with the uh, talking about Jerick, we're going to talk about like interviews and uh, that kind of bullshit <laughs> that we don't like. All right, so I, I got something. Um, all right, I'm going to turn off my fan, but keep talking. All right. Um, stay away at all costs. Toxic environment. The office is a minimal, sleek design, young workforce. They give you a work laptop, nearly unlimited freedom. I was, that's the pros. Then the cons was, I was demanded to come back to the office before we had vaccines. I had to come back to an office for the CEO, would yell at the top of their lungs over every meaningless minutia, micromanaging every detail of his oh. employees' days. Sometimes it was so intense I would fear for my well-being. There was often talk <laughs> for, for your well-being. He's not going to do shit. Physically, <laughs> sometimes it was so intense I would fear for my well-being. There was often dog poop in the office that wouldn't be cleaned up for days. Whose dog? 
Whose dog was going in there? Uh, I know Danielle has a dog, and I think she supposedly started bringing the, bringing the dog in. Oh yeah, her dog was cute. Um, so I never bought I never bought my dog in. Uh, well, I don't think Maggie existed when you were there. You're right. I don't think she did. <laughs> I don't think you had a dog to bring. <laughs> you brought you brought uh yeah Bella. She's not around for this world anymore. What's what's the other one? Uh, what Bella or Captain Crunch? No, there was another one uh with like a French name. What Natasha's dog? No, your dog had like a. There was like yeah, a French B- Bella, name. Bella, Bella. No, but there was like a French name too. There was. A, wasn't there a different dog? Um, Bella was my dog. I can't speak for anyone else's dog. Oh, okay, I don't know. You remember that day when we wasted all like half a day where Jeremy wanted to film that shitty reality show of like, us, and it was fucking just bullshit. <laughs> no, it wasn't us. It was. It was like he he made like uh, Chelsea and. Uh, they switched jobs, yeah, right? They, yeah, they switched jobs. Haley was really <laughs> mad. She hated that. <laughs> Jerry just loved it because he was like, you know, jerking himself off. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm producer. I'm, yeah. I'm like Rick. I'm like Rick. You know who? You know, I watch a lot of Barstool stuff now. Mm-hmm. You ever watch? Do you know Dave Portnoy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know of him. But, yeah, um, he does all the pizza reviews too, and I, I see so much. I like him a lot. But I see a lot of Jeremy there because I feel like that's who he was trying to be. It was like Dave Portnoy. Because Dave Portnoy does whatever the fuck he wants, but he's actually successful <laughs> and rich. The, that's the thing is like people like assholes. They like the Tony Starks, but they have to like be successful mm-hmm. and have. There was never any metric of success. There was just I, I was in Canada Bank and I, I made a millionaire. And this is how the real sharks work. This is you need to think. You need to think on this level. You're not thinking on this level, blah, 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 blah. And he would just get yeah. completely contra- contradictory. <laughs> you got to think outside the box. Uh, organic growth. Or- organic growth. Uh, low-hanging fruit. You you, you know, you got to be thinking about how to jack the Amazon listings. You, you got to like oh, put yeah. on the reviews. It's the bell curve. It's the bell curve. You got <laughs> to get that Sheila Kennedy book. Uh, I remember, like, you know, Tosh just having this, like, horrible realization because she was, like, a young, little, naive, oh, I'm the cute little blonde, I'm so cute and perfect. And, and then she kind of realized how shitty of a place it was when she was, like, reading the books and she saw there were, like, errors in it and it was, like, the falling oh apart. Oh, my <laughs> God. Just, like, there were errors in that book? Yeah, in the Sheila Kennedy book. She was really nice, though, Sheila Kennedy. Um, huh, I didn't have much dealing with her. Were you there she seemed very her? sweet, yeah. Yeah, she was very nice. Um... I just love like the official people who came in there, and then just like they gained less and less trust. Like there's that writer from the New York Times who's like, you know, get get all your stuff on Vocal. It'll be great. You'll you'll be monetized. He's like, no, fuck you. You you're paying me. Oh, I even uh, I think his name was Glenn Kenny. Where was it? Facebook. I was looking at reviews, and there were there were people like trashing it a lot. And I think I messaged a couple of them, <laughs> being like, yeah, that's. Well, it's Sounds a terrible right. business model that, like, you know, oh, here's this medium ripoff, and, uh, oh, we're just going to pay you money, but um, where's that money fucking coming from? Oh, probably investors. So it's like this inverted pyramid scheme. Yeah. Of, like, using investor money to, like, pay people to write stupid articles in hopes that they go viral. I always have this revolting sense of disgust whenever I see, like, a vocal article yeah, that's, like, too. organically in, like, a Facebook group, and I'm like, no, 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 don't let them succeed. Oh, oh, this this girl that I'm friends with who uh, I went to Rowan with her and then we actually uh, produced like one of the big projects together. It was like a, it was like a talk show uh, as one of the final projects for, for a class. Mm-hmm. And then we, we kept in touch. We, we've seen each other recently and she posted like, she's an actress um, in like South Jersey, Philadelphia area. 
and she posted like, oh, here, I, I was interviewed, and it was them. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, that's <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> when were they, so, so like someone interviewed her? To yeah, what? just just, you know, as being an actress and stuff. Well, so was it them or was it someone who's like writing and posting the interview on Vulcan? I, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Because like that, that's always the interesting distinction. So all right, you, you want another review? Sure. Right, so let's see. Here's a fake one. Surprised by the bad reviews. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I wish I'd listened to the bad reviews. Oh, this is what I hate about glass stores that they ask you to like sign in to get to the good shit. Uh, um, we'll see what I can skim across. Can you? Is that one of the ones where you can anonymously post? Yeah, yeah. Well, I tried to post that review, uh, that, that scathing review, but it didn't go through. I don't know why. Well, yeah, it your review, right? Um, it didn't get approved. I don't know how that big one got approved, but um, that's bullshit that they wouldn't approve it. I know. It's Would you just, put too much uh, bad words in it? Maybe. Well, no, there was no bad words, but maybe it was the fact that I said it was a company that doesn't make any money. Uh, but like th- that's not like a like business insider facts because I know that they they um they they don't like that on uh, Glassdoor. Uh, but you know, try to post it's, it's it again. A, it's a publicly safe. It's, it's a publicly uh, it's a public company. You, you, you can say whatever you want about them. Yeah, yeah. and not only that, um, you could like see that they're not making any money. Yeah, they are. They just get more investors. That's how they make money. <laughs> I, I still can't believe it's gone on for this long. And it's it, like every time you look at a quarter, it's like six million dollars lost, twenty million dollars lost. Oh, it's always... where where are they getting these investors? Like, how do they do that? Is he that good of a salesman? <sighs> Maybe. I, I mean, mean good for him if he's that good of a salesman. There was a time like I listened to a lot of his pitches, and uh, you know the part where the illusion of Jarek started to break was when he was like, you know, you know Amazon affiliate links that every fucking Twitch streamer has. Yeah, he was like trying to sell that as like a proprietary thing that only they had. So we we put these links in this in, in these articles, and, and then we get a percentage of everything we sell through the articles. And I'm like, this is a you know this is a tool that's available to anyone and everyone. <laughs> you said that to him, straight up. <laughs> I never said it to him directly, but that was just what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> Isaac, you lasted a while after I, I did. did. I mean, I'm much you know, longer. you know, they were gonna fire you, and we were like, "No, we got to save Isaac." <laughs> when were they gonna fire me? I don't know. A couple months before they canned me. <laughs> <laughs> Why was Eddie telling you uh, that they were gonna fire me? Or tell? Yeah, tell- well, there because they didn't make any money, so they had to. <laughs> You were the lowest, you know, you were the newest uh, in, our, in our group there. Well, did, weren't they going to get rid of, well, cause let's think about the order. They had that kind of hot girl with the weird the weird voice. Remember her? I'm going to have to be more descriptive. There, there, there were, all right, so. I don't remember anyone with a weird voice. There was, initially there was like Paul, uh, Jose, uh, you, me, and then there was. Oh, Jackie. Jackie, yeah. Yeah. Um, she was Jackie like, was very nice. She, when I started working there, she was the manager. She was the video manager, or whatever you want to call it. Why is she? The video she manager? was the manager. Yep. Ah, she was supposed to be the manager of the group. She was very. She was smart, but it's just I don't know what. I don't think we. I think he got rid of her mostly because, like, I guess we didn't need that. He wanted to micromanage us, 
So she, we, you know, we didn't need her. Well, I thought Eddie was the manager. Well, th- there were a lot of superfluous positions where I was not quite sure what the yeah. fuck. Yeah, then the- remember Tosh was managing us for a while? I don't know what the fucking point of that was. And, and then there was, uh, remember Tyler, the guy? I, I managed to survive over him. Tyler. Uh, he was a decent editor, did like the pumpkin sketch. Oh, is he the one that brought in his black magic? I don't know. There was a guy who brought in a tablet, but then there was another guy named Tyler. Oh, yeah, the tablet, yeah. Uh, Tyler was there for like, I don't know, three, four weeks. No, that wasn't the tablet guy. Yeah, Tyler was not the tablet guy. Right. Tyler was the one with the, yeah, but the tablet guy was not the one with the black magic. Who was the one with the black magic? I'm pretty sure that was Tyler. And he also left his speaker. He left his speakers at the at the work at the job, <laughs> and I still didn't get my my fan that I left there. Isaac, you still owe me a fan. <laughs> and then during that, Susie took my Buzz Lightyear, and I when that were when they were like, "Hey, we're no, we're uh, you know, we uh, we have to let you go." I was like, "All right, where the fuck is my Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> I want my Buzz Lightyear." And, they were, and Eddie's like, "Yeah, we'll find it before uh, we'll find it and send it to you." I'm like, "Yeah, like you sent Tyler his speakers." <laughs> Because he never got those speakers. He never got back. those speakers. Yeah, it was like a litany list of Star Trek Love Boat. That, that was the funniest part. Getting like Star ro- Trek Love Boat. Yeah. Well, well, uh, and you got to do all those. Really, you got the worst ones that he sent. Made you do. <laughs> remember that? Oh, remember that? That dancing one with what's his name? <laughs> Patrick Swayze. Patrick Roadhouse. Swayze from Roadhouse and from Dirty Dancing. Yeah. And he was just like, funny. <laughs> It was funny because it was so bad, <laughs> but he thought it was like good, like it was, it was actually good. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> because I think the best part was that I told you to show Rocco that video, <laughs> and you and you were like, no. I was like, no, Rocco, you got to see Isaac's best video that he ever edited, and your face. Your face while showing him that video, you were just, like, disgusted that he was seeing this video as an example. So the funny thing, well, well it's funny about Rocco, because I, I follow him on Twitter, and every yeah. now and then I respond to, like, a comment, and he, he got into this whole pissing match with, you know who Tim Pool is? Yeah, that sounds from, very familiar. What what exactly? Uh, he's like a from? journalist. He used to work at Vice. Now he's kind of like, his shtick is like, I'm the liberal who was... So disaffected by the left, now he kind of, like, talks about, like, uh, he tries to be a moderate, but he's kind of like, uh, you know, the millennials right-wing guy, or at least that's how he comes across from, like, how he uh, has. And then, so Rocco went over to Tim Pool's, like, mansion, because Tim Pool is, like, one of the most successful live streams on YouTube, so he gets, like, millions of dollars of just people wow. donating, just, just reading the news. And there was a really funny stream where Rocco's, like, talking about how he's building the scanner, he's going to do this investigative journalism, and, and Tim Pool is, like, being so self-conscious. Well, well my journalism... It's good too. It's good too. You know, I I always check my sources and I I read the news. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all you do. You just read news articles, you motherfucker. <laughs> that's all you fucking do. So anyway, um, they were originally uh, Tim Pool was funding this project, and Rocco was going to do his Gonzo gangster journalism, mm-hmm. unleash the people using their crypto ledgers and whatever. Because every time on Twitter, it's like Rocco's got like this thing. He's got this lead. Oh, I've got um. You know, uh, I'm going to expose the bad people. I've got this ledger. Oh, I've got him now. I've got the web ledger. Ooh. But um, then he never quite gives you the payoff. And you're like, oh, oh when's the guy going to get exposed? Oh, I'm, I'm too dumb. I'm just going to go follow the new Marvel movie. <coughs> um, but anyway, so he got into a pissing match with Tim Pool. 
And Tim Pool like kidnapped a dog of like the person he was working with. What? Yeah. That's fucked up. There, there was like this whole. It was like this whole cat. Somebody. This whole cat scandal where the, the dog or cat was held hostage, and, and uh, eventually they got it back. But um, I think you, like Rocco released a parody video uh, about it about the, the cat being held hostage. Um, and now was it Ro- a cat or a dog? I think it was a cat. All right, never mind. I don't care anymore. <laughs> So, so now uh, Rocco's like always constantly um, tweeting about Tim Pool, saying like, oh, "I'm coming <laughs> for you, in your stupid beanie." <laughs> I know you're bald under there. He's <laughs> just on this warpath. Yo, just, that's great. I love it, and, and it gets crazier because like, uh, all right, so uh, here's a six degrees of separation. You re- you remember the YouTuber Monkey Jones? Yeah, did those uh, sketches. Uh-huh. We had fun making those little movies. Monkey Jones. Monkey Jones. So he, he has a podcast where he's like uh, one of the people on his podcast is like friendly uh, is he's friends with is Tim Pool's brother Chris Pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Chris Pool's like a complete like conspiracy theorist, you know, they're coming to get you, they're doing the adrenochrome, uh they stole the election completely like all the right-wing stuff. Uh, Trump's fighting against the elites, QAnon, and you're never quite sure what he's serious about, and what he's joking, although mm-hmm. I feel like he's serious about 80% of it. The, the elites are coming, the, the, the food shortages, it's, gonna, it's coming down, and then, and then the vaccine's going to reprogram you. And I don't understand why he doesn't like the vaccine, because he's like, you know, Trump made the vaccine. It's his big thing. Why aren't you all shooting it up? You love everything else Trump does. Well, and so anyway, <laughs> um, Rocco is like shitting Funny on- you say that, because usually they don't give Trump credit for the vaccine. Yeah, that, that, that is the funniest thing. Uh, oh, who, the, uh, the the establishment media? Yeah. Yeah, and they mostly don't. Uh, that is his, like, big accomplishment. He tries to sell it up, but uh, he's, his base is like, no, that's what they want. But uh, it is funny. Um, so anyway, so Chris Poole's on this podcast talking to Monkey Jones, and Rocco's, like, shitting on him on Twitter, <laughs> saying, Tim Pool's dumbass brother who's just a stupid stoner and plays Warcraft all the time, doesn't do anything. I'm coming for you, Chris Poole. And then it was funny. I was like, ooh, I wonder what Chris, Chris Poole's on Twitter. And then I found out because I interacted with Rocco that Chris Poole had blocked me. That's so... But why? That's so random. <laughs> so it just goes to show you that, like, Chris Poole's still reading Rocco's tweets. <laughs> oh, because you write, you keep writing stuff? Yeah, well, yeah, because I, I, I basically, like, I'll, you know, uh, Rocco will write something and I'll write a reply saying, oh, go, go, go after Tim Poole. Has I love he ever replied to you? No, of course not. Why not? Oh, Rocco? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. a few times. Yeah, every yeah. now and then. It's like an essay. He remembers you and everything? Yeah, that's very it's, cool. It's, it's, it's nice of him. So you just, got him, a, he got a, he quoted you. Uh, I mean, you got a quote from him. Yeah, for I got your, a quote uh, from, from my comic. Uh, yeah, what's what is um, uh, Shonen uh, King? Yeah, show next time on Shonen King, <laughs> the, the great voiceover for that Kickstarter. <laughs> um, what are you doing with that anyway? Shonen know, it's, King. It's, 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 <laughs> you want to know what's going on with it? Poppington Barkowitz. Um, it's sitting on Amazon, and every couple months, someone buys it, and that's about it. <laughs> How I, many I, you sell so far? I don't know. I'd have to look. I don't know, 30, 40. N- nothing super impressive. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, though. Um, I mean, you know, the problem with it is it's, it's, a, it's a money sink. Like, uh, we found a guy, and uh, and it costs, like, $200, well, like, $600 to do an issue. But, like, when you're only getting, like, $0.35 cents for, like, selling a $0.99 cents copy, mm, yeah. it, you know, it just becomes a money sink, so... You know, unless I become super rich, uh, it's going to stay that. I mean, I'd love to keep on doing it, but I, I'm not the kind of person who throws away money on, uh, you know, into a hole and sets it on fire. Yeah. 
A guy named Isaac Shapiro does not throw away money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so Rocco was like the former EIC of uh, Vice, and eventually what happened was Jeremy somehow courted him. I think he paid him like $20,000 a month. Yeah, it was some... Some ridiculous amount. He used his millionaire money. And the funniest thing was just to have him around and not listen to anything he said. Yeah, even he was... He was basically like a... Uh, someone, a consultant. Yeah, he was like a consultant. Like, not even a real employee. So he, he couldn't, he didn't need to care, but <laughs> yeah. even he was getting annoyed. <laughs> well, there was that time where they had the, like, that model come in who was, like, shooting, and then they, like, laid it on Rocco. The and- brunette? Yeah. Or was it, uh, because we had a couple. There was the brunette, and then there was, um, that blonde girl that we used a couple times. Yeah, I think it was the blonde one. Yeah, forget her name, but yeah, yeah. She she came in and Rocco was freaking out. We were all freaking out because we felt like dumbasses because we had no idea what the fuck we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and then Rick came in and eventually took, and then Rocco was getting super stressed about it because like nobody likes to have that uncomfortableness of like being thrown into a position where you're supposed to do something but you have no idea what you're you're supposed to do and you're just standing there with like impotently, uh, you know, metaphorical work dick in your hand, and you just feel like an incompetent <laughs> loser. Yeah, we we saw a bunch of interesting people come through that place. Uh, Aaliyah Janine, remember when you did? Remember, remember like the video. I was I was supposed to edit that video. I was like, I have no idea because like that's not my style. I was like, Isaac, can you do it? And you made it like so corny, but like exactly what he wanted. You were like to the music, and you were like, dun, 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 but you like zoomed in on her butt like it was really funny i never would have thought to do anything like that because i usually do like the you know the other ones and you it was so good it was so good i wish i still had it the the jerk youtube channel is dead yeah the the funniest thing was that like jeremy had this delusion like with our shitty cameras that we were gonna like produce a netflix special bro when i first started working there the lights they used were just like reg- like office lamps, <laughs> yeah. office lamps that you put on your computer or your desk. They had a bunch of them on like a on like a metal thing facing that way, and I'm and I'm like, you know, like really cheap soft boxes aren't that expensive. You could buy like three for like 150. So I brought in mine because I, I was just like, guys, this is like sad. If you actually have people coming in to film, they're going to be like, at least have the illusion. That's what they were good at. At some points, having an, the illusion that they were successful. Like when I first interviewed, they were like, oh, here's our little, what's that thing that Stacy used to use with the, you know, that light thing? Oh, the, the light middle. thing with the, where they, they showed all the yeah. pictures, the Guccione pictures? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they're like, oh, this is our, our voiceover room. And this <laughs> yeah. is our green screen room. like, oh, wow. Voiceover room. Before I, before I started working there, the voiceover room was literally just a closet. <laughs> Like they didn't have anything there. Yeah, that that what what held what holds it together is like the dreams of like you know those buzz. Well, I mean, this will be interesting. The, gr- the dreams of college students right out of school. Because it, it is so fucking hard to get a, like an interview with those like Buzzfeeds or media conglomerates, and they're all also half dead. Uh, so the idea that you're like in this scrappy underdog like media thing like kind of holds you together and it makes you take so much freaking yeah. abuse. But even Buzzfeed's like a joke. 
I mean, they're they're a joke, but they're a joke with like a sixty k salary and uh, you know free meals. That's fair, but you see, all of the most successful people from BuzzFeed no longer work for BuzzFeed, that, that and then true. they they make their videos. There's like a whole video thing that's like why I quit BuzzFeed or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a, it's a very popular genre. I mean, you're right, they're a joke, but like, what would you rather have? If, you know, bro, they were painting with their period blood. <laughs> Would you rather paint a period blood or set up lights uh, for workout things that never come? <laughs> or, 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 oh, yeah. Remember? What was that workout? You know, before the the Jarek uh, YouTube died, I downloaded a bunch of stuff. Because a lot of it was, like, stuff that I, I did that on the back end, like, the editing part of it was, like, decent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have the yoga for the first time video. <laughs> Starring Isaac and a few others, the tree oh, pose. Do you have the the, the eating uh, the the nugget test? No, because I didn't edit that. I didn't have any. <laughs> I didn't have anything to do with that one. That one was terrible. Oh, uh, that was like so many just random stupid ideas that were like, oh, everything about that was. Each I have one the, was... a lot of the top tens, but that's like Watch Mojo. <laughs> yeah. Like no one's gonna touch Watch Mojo ever. I, I love when the point where like he didn't even want voiceover for that. He just wanted like uh, just like clips of them. It, it was just like no, this is how it did. Like just- any kid can do that and just post it online. Like that, that doesn't. And then even even our trailer trash stuff. Like if he didn't have anything to do with it, we could have actually made something creative out of that. But he was like, I want you to do this, and he's gonna like it, and you're gonna not like it. <laughs> like, remember the trailer trash? Yeah, of course I yeah. remember that. We were we were the stars <laughs> <laughs> of a failed man's ambition. Yeah, and it was kind of stupid that we were just standing there and instead of talking about the trailer, usually initially we just watched it and got recorded as we watched it, and then said, "Oh, here, this is what's happening now," and that's there. It was really stupid. Yeah, that thing was so embarrassing. Um, God, I wonder what Rick's real opinion of all the shit we were doing. Yeah. yeah I don't know. So, so tell me, when they were trying to kill me, what was going on? What was the talk? There wasn't anything big. They were just saying, like, I think they probably just said, oh, we're going to have to let Isaac go or something just because you were the you know the newest one. of." And uh, usually what they did was they would fire one person in each, you know, <laughs> each, each cluster, each, each area. Um, so but no, there was no like big conversation. There was just like there was no like, oh, he's, he's fucking up. No, 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 you weren't fucking up at all. It was just you were just the lowest person on the totem pole at that point. Yeah. You know, that just makes sense. It's like seniority. Like, it's, yeah, 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 it was true. nothing crazy. Um, like, you know. That was crazy when when I got let go because I got let go like the same day as like three or four managers. Well, you were pretty much let go. Like when, that was always the thing that pissed me off is like they would let go people and then they they would hire new people. Yeah, you know you know also why they let me go is because I was, I think two di- two days or something like that, one or two days from my one year anniversary. <laughs> So then they would have had to give me, yeah, because they were supposed to give you, like, automatically give you, like, a raise or something. Were they supposed to give you a raise? There was something like that. Because I remember, like, originally the pitch was like, all right, you're going to work hourly, and then once you get to six months, you get uh, salary. Okay, so so they did that for me, but I know a lot of other people that came after (laughs) me that they did not do that for. Because even Haley, even Haley, she was mad because I think the pitch to me was after three months. So then after three months, even though they were a little late, I was like, I'm supposed to be 
you know, salaried now, which doesn't, I don't even know if that's if the amount of hours you have to work at that place. I don't even know if that was a good thing. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I remember I was telling Haley, she was like, you got salaried that fast. She was mad. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't that much anyway, <laughs> but well, this is an interesting thing. What got you to Jerick? And I'll tell you my story of what got me there. I think it was just... Um, was it a Craigslist ad? I think or? it was Indeed. Mm. And I fucking hate Indeed in yeah, general. Indeed is the worst. Indeed, Indeed is fucking stupid. They don't care about the people that are trying to get jobs. They care about the people that are posting the jobs. They only care about the, the job posters. Yeah, and the best is when you've got the Indeed scammers where it's like, be my personal assistant. I'm going to send you a check, and then, then I'm going to have you wire it to Western Union. I didn't, I've never seen those, but I've seen creepy ones on Craigslist that are like, looking for a personal assistant. Uh, you can live with me, and uh, it must be uh, around 20 years old and hot and fit. <laughs> so you found it on Indeed, and then you got yeah. in, and then they, the funny thing is that like they try and make it sound like it's a prestigious process, but they pretty much like almost everyone who interviewed got you know brought in. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I got interviewed by uh, Paul and Eddie, and uh, I was nervous, and I, 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 it was also really weird because you remember um, getting there like there's no sign for Jarek Media. There's like <laughs> a little filthy gorgeous thing. And I'm like, what yeah. is what is this? <laughs> I was really confusing and weird. It, the whole thing is like really weird and confusing and doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. God, you know, it'd be great. I don't know if you, you convince him to get, get on. Who'd be really cool to talk to you is uh, Greg. Was, was it? Greg, yeah. Every now and then I, I post on Facebook and I like, I'm like, I hope you're doing well. I, I, I think I saw a couple. I like Greg. I like Greg. He posts a lot of good stuff. He, he was always a really nice guy. Really nice, nonchalant guy. Yeah, yeah. He's just like so chill. Like, yeah, man. Like, yeah. No, he was always very cool. Well, yeah. I remember he was like, he's supposed to be the producer, he's supposed to whip us into shape. And it's like, okay, what do you think? Oh, yeah, that's cool. And it is yeah. Like, uh, I mean, he lasted a decent amount of time, but like, I, because I feel like he had some pull. Like, he had like actual followers and things like that. Well, he'd worked in like a few like media. Companies yeah, he was like... pretty successful on his own. I think that's one of the main reasons they wanted him. Like he did really good with the Exotica stuff, and uh, that which was crazy. Uh, it was funny because like you're very good at at like the the geek room stuff. Remember, you're very good at interviewing people at the comic cons. Yeah, but like Exotica was like not your scene at all. Probably so. not. No, <laughs> no. He, he, he was probably definitely the guy to get at Exotica, even though I'm sure all those interviews are dead. And buried. Yeah. Oh. We did see what's her name a few times. Uh oh, Mary yeah. Mary Jean. <laughs> and her dog. Her dog is Milo. She a porn star? Yeah, very much so. I remember <laughs> Wasn't she the, the the star of baked the, the terrible looking recipes? I don't think so. You think about the other the blonde girl. Alright, so maybe I'm getting confused. But wait, so to bring it back to my point, so this is yeah. how I got into Jarek Media. Mm-hmm. Um I was at this place called the Art Factory in Patterson. I don't know if you've ever been there. Uh, that place does weddings. Yes, they I do. was there they, for a wedding last this past uh, spring or something. They, they do a shit ton of weddings. So the reason why I went to the Art Factory is it looked like you know they, they do all this filming there. They do all these projects, all these venues. Um, and uh, there was like a, a short film that was filmed there. And I asked, "Oh, are there any job opportunities?" And I had an interview with the, the crazy wife of the owner. And she's like, uh, you can come, but um, no one's being paid. And, uh, you, you have to, what are you worth? And I was like, all right, I, I'm un- unemployed. I'll, I'll just stick it out and see. 
at least it gives me a place to go in the morning. So, you know, I don't have that, uh, yeah. that sad reputation where you're going to look at your mother since I was living home at the time. Yeah, yeah. You're not doing anything. It's like, oh, what are you doing to find a job? <laughs> yeah. So I did that. And uh, it was funny, though. She, she even offered me the opportunity to, like, make money by um, renting out the wedding venues. But like it was, it would be only commission only, and I, I hate commission only. I, yeah, I despise that. that. That's like selling knives door to door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's selling knives. Ooh, hey, you want this? Uh, <laughs> you want to come to this wedding? You want to come to this wedding to see? So I was like, I don't know, unpaid intern there, and I, I was desperately looking for a way out because I, I despise having an informal structured. How environment. long did you work there? Pretend work, maybe two month and a half. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. Month, two. Th- and where did you find the Jerick? So there was this woman who came in an interview. Maybe you remember her, Brittany, kind of a heavy set uh, African American woman. Uh, yeah, didn't she go by like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hired. She's the one that hired me. <laughs> she's the one I contacted, like email wise. So she told me she's ab- very nice. Yeah. She told me about Jerick. She must have left <laughs> before I interviewed. And actually started the job. <laughs> so that was probably a bad sign. So uh, she told me about Jarek Media. I looked it up. Um, I was like, oh, my God, this is in New Jersey. This is cool. Media. I know, right? We don't have to go to the city. That's what you're looking for, right? Uh, yeah, I that's go great. To the city. I can be a bug. Why not? Why not send an interview? Why not send an email? Nothing going to happen. And I think Justin replied back to me. And then I got the interview. And, you know, from over there. I remember, I remember your interview <laughs> when you came in. Well, it was not the initial interview when when you first talked to Jeremy. I remember because I was sitting outside, right outside, <laughs> and that was the weird thing. He wanted everything to be very uh, transparent, so we could hear everything going on in there. And he was like asking you these weird questions: "Are you Jewish? Yeah. Are you Jewish?" You're like, "Yeah, why?" And I remember you kept saying, "Yeah, why?" I'm like, "Don't question it, bro. Just just answer the." Well, you're not technically that's illegal. You're not supposed to ask. Like I know. <laughs> He just knew. He could tell. He was like, we're, we're Hebrews. We're Hebrews. Yeah, the, 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 this kind of... I remember I watched, he watched some of my YouTube videos. And he'd like replay it. Oh, oh, wow. Why'd you do this? You have this bird spinning around. Oh, well, this, it's shit, but you got potential. I, I see what you got. <laughs> we're going to give you slave wages. You're going to get $10 an hour. We're going we're to put you to work. I, mem- I used to remember the, with the stupid, you know, the... Um, Star Trek Love Boat, and what was the other one? Uh, it was Star Trek Shark Tank. Yeah. yeah. He used to be like, just give Isaac the files. It's like it's like a bear to raw meat. It's, like, it's giving raw meat to a bear. Let's talk about the job interview process. Did you, you had any weird, not with them in general, but I know you have a lot of complaints about, about you know, Indeed, and the, the way job interviews go and the way they're described and like the ninja fucking thing oh yeah so i think the hiring process has just been fucked for a long time absolutely um i feel like every job wants this amazing ninja unicorn they expect <laughs> less they have all these stupid terms we want a rock star we want a ninja okay so you want a rock star that means i can arrive four hours late and you know uh, coked out of my, my mind right <laughs> that that's what a rock yeah. star does a rock star isn't someone who files uh in triplicate and uh cleans off all the dust that, that that's oh, not a yeah. rock star yeah yeah I, I don't know why we've come to associate rock star with like menial tasks and, and other bullshit ninjas yeah no that's true 
I I use it in the correct way. Like I say, this girl that I see at uh, at the food truck festivals, <laughs> I say she looks like a rock star, but she's doing drugs all the time. So <laughs> I'm accurate. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, so that's the worst. I hate the fact that it's like this. Um, you've got these algorithms that filter you out. It's impossible to get an interview and you have to like, you know, just go through this miserable process of like, you know, sucking their dick. Oh my God, I just love it. I, and it's like, can we, can we just be honest here? Uh, why do you want to work here? Because like, it's funny nowadays I get in LinkedIn. I always get, um, talks from well, actually i got something funny for you <laughs> uh i get reached out because of my brief time at yelp for like sales positions mm, and, and sometimes i do interviews just to, but uh, but i don't do the interviews very well just because i'm angry and bitter and don't really want the job that much yeah that's fair um but it's like why do you want to work at solera blah 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 because you reached out to me and i asked yeah. how much money it was why do you think and then they sound disenthused and it's like nobody likes sales there was one guy oh, I, yeah I, I had like this rant on and it's like why do you think there's a, a pulitzer prize winning play called death of a salesman there's no <laughs> there is a death of a baseball player death of an astronaut death of a rock star it's death of a salesman yo what did he say to that <laughs> he, he didn't respond <laughs> so I, I had this really funny guy reach out to me and oh it would have been my dream job but it was like a sales job for g4 you remember g4 yeah g4 came back baby oh there you go they came back and i was actually like you know what? i'm gonna try this i know i'm not gonna get it the stuff he's describing i don't know why he reached out to me it's far more senior than any shit i did mm -hmm. but i know g4 i know gaming yeah you're perfect for that let's see what happens but i asked him well do you know about the the frost the frost controversy mm, no um so g4 came back uh and they had this um She's like an esports uh, shoutcaster, and there was this segment on the reboot of G Four where they said where she like calls out like uh, the G Four audience for being sexist, uh, and like you know um, Morgan Webb wasn't there for you to fap to, Olivia Mum wasn't there to fap to, and, and you think that saying that like I'm less bangable is a compliment? Uh, what the hell? Uh, blah blah blah. Women's rights. Um, no sexism in the video games, and then they kind of like gave an applause. But well, here, here's the big problem: G4's audience back in the day wasn't like you know Kotaku Polygon leftists. It was kind of like middle of the road bro, bro, maybe slightly intelligent bros or regular bros. That that, that was the audience. It was kind of like a moderate political audience. You know, the kind of guy yeah. who comes home to play uh, Call of Duty. Um, you know, laughing. You know who it was? It was Ron Paul people. <laughs> it was Ron Paul people. Ron Paul people. Yeah. Uh, so the idea of like throwing that audience under the bus, because like there's tools. If they say bad things, you got people in the stream chat to get rid of it. Uh, delete yeah. the comments. You can't but, say simp. Yeah, you can't say simp. Put in banned words. Just like there's so many freaking tools that you can use to like just. Uh, not acknowledge it and then it goes away that that's the big thing that people on the internet don't seem to know if you want something to go away the 
you know, everyone thinks like, oh, we're going to make poor Jordan Peterson go away because we're going to give the biggest dunkest and show how stupid he is. But it just, that, made, it just that, makes people double down on him. That drives me crazy because he's not political at all. He's just talking about psychology. Well, and people people take it as political. He's been getting like, um, I mean, you're he became like the the, the, the savior of the right. Because, but that's not what he wants. I mean, you're right. I don't think that's what he wants. That's not. He, he doesn't care. I don't think he cares about. First of all, he's Canadian. <laughs> first of all, he's Canadian. People probably don't even know that. But like, there's so many videos of like little, um, you know, trashy uh, guys with bisexual lighting. It's like, <laughs> this is why Jordan Peterson sucks and why feminism rules. And uh, they all think that they're going to get the, that that slam dunk, but it's just kind of like appeasing to the base. <laughs> but Jordan Peterson's not against feminism. <laughs> well, it's a very complex issue, blah, blah, blah. Well, all right, so anyway, the point I bring up is... Um, Instead, they antagonized their audience. So I, I kind of talked about that. In so you want me to pull up the uh, message between it? It was this between you and and who? the recruiter. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like this. This is delve deep. I like this kind of stuff. You, you're gonna. Uh, I think you're gonna enjoy this. Let me let me pull it up. Um, but uh, make sound and chatter while I, I find. And it. then we'll have to talk about. Oh yeah. And then we'll after that. I'm gonna pull up. Do you remember that interview I went on a while ago? Which interview? Um, it was for this celebrity chef named Oh yeah, Amir. yeah, yeah, Amir, and it was probably the worst interview I've ever been on because it was so unprofessional and exploitive. I remember they they, yeah. they worked for you were so mad hearing that you were like, do you you wanted you even offered you were like, I will call them for you. You said <laughs> I will respond for you because you were so disgusted. All right, so you ready? Yes. Hi, Isaac. My name is Alex, and I am the lead recruiter for G4. I saw your profile on LinkedIn, and you are open to work, and I have an account executive position available. I think you could be a great fit for it. Uh, while the titles are somewhat misleading, this is a mid-senior level sales position at G4 team. Without wasting time, the OTE cap is at 300000 Our salary is 150000 so you could double your guaranteed salary if it all goes well. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. If you're interested in hearing more, please respond. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, Alex, thanks for reaching out to me. I love G4, grew up watching it, and even had the privilege of working alongside several G4 alums like Brendan Hermes and Maddie Kirsch, alongside some talent currently at the network like Golden Boy. Yeah, hey, hey, Golden Boy. I love that guy. <coughs> yeah, he's a good guy. I have nothing but nice things to say about Golden Boy. No, he seems really uh, real. I've always wanted to work there, but how well is the network doing and how viable would be taking a sales position be over there? I've seen nothing but bad news ever since the Frost situation. The YouTube channel had to be rebranded to X-Play, and there's already news of reorganizational restructuring. All this makes me feel like the Comcast uh, might cut their losses and discontinue the brand in a few months, and it seems like it'd be very difficult to make sales for a brand that seems to be struggling to keep its target demo engaged. Don't get me wrong, this is my dream job, but as someone who watches the gaming industry very closely, you can imagine I'm a little bit wary. Unless G4 is doing great on linear cable and social media numbers don't really matter. So this is That was a, very well written. Very good. This is his response. Hey Isaac, thanks for the inquiry. 
link you sent was over 10 years old. That was my mistake, but there was a more recent article. So it's quite outdated. But sure, what? not sure what the bad news came from Frost's situation, but if equally in the workplace and gaming specialty is a bad thing, if equality in the workplace and gaming specialty is a bad thing, this may not be the opportunity for you. Wow. G4 and its parent companies have an extremely high expectation for diversity and equality and inclusion. As of a week ago, this is internally Comcast is backing G4 for another plethora of years. G4 has signed a deal with Pluto TV and is now on there. And uh, what I see, our socials are growing exponentially. We have nothing but increasing reach in all channels. We just released a new show about a month ago on a weekly basis. Have 100,000 viewers watching this show. So, again, not sure what numbers you've been looking at. But it seems like we have different ideas for success. All right, so you ready for the kill shot? Yeah, but wh- why did they go off? Why did he go off like that? What did you say that was uh, uh, that made him like, like triggered? I, I I told you the frost situation. Yeah, but you didn't. <laughs> you just didn't you just mention that it was a thing? Yeah, but not like you didn't say fucking hated her or something <laughs> no i didn't i just said it was a thing but well it just shows you well you know well, well there's an interesting term that um a youtube channel that used to this guy who used to run this youtube channel called wisecracker founded it and then left it and he calls it tribal signifiers where like amber heard uh, you show what your tribe is depending on your opinion on a certain thing so the frost situation true. became like a tribal signifier where there's only two opinions. If you're a criticism, then you're an evil misogynist bigot who hates women. And if you like it, you're for equality and diversity in gaming and yada yada. Yeah, but only a Sith talks in absolutes. <laughs> well, we live in an absolutist world. Yeah, that's um, true. So you're either with me or you're against me. <laughs> or you're against me exactly. So you ready for my reply? Yeah, let's do it. That article was out of date, but I've also seen news stories about restructuring, and I'm all for equitable workplaces, but I do think a network that would speak out against sexism and misogyny in the workplace and in gaming would also not air something like this a week later. And you want to know what I I, I included a link to? What? Uh, You know the streamer Amaranth? Hot Tub Girl? Sexy Hot Tub Girl? Vaguely. Uh, I'm surprised you don't know about her. She's, like, really infamous. So anyway, she's she's a uh, Twitch personality. I watch two streamers. <laughs> so she's this uh, famous girl. She's got big busts. She like she's famous for like being the hot tub queen of Twitch. Where she's Is like the one that sells her water. I think she does. I think she does sell her yeah. water. Um, Bella Delphine was the first one to do that, but I'm Amber sure, also I'm sure her she was. So anyway, they got her on G4, and she they have like a, her in a hot tub, and 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 she comes out with like a shake weight. You remember the shake weight? It's like the giant penis. Oh thing? yeah. So, do equitable workplaces support bikini days and erotic shape weight play? I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but all these things seem like a sign of a network that's having a bit of an identity crisis right now, <laughs> and typically they don't last long. Need I remind you of Ven? Uh, sorry to, this is the place Maddie worked at and I uh, hope to work at. The video game entertainment news network that launched and died in the span of less than a year. I love a lot of the stuff I've seen on G4 so far, and I think the relaunch has been handled really well. By the same token, the public reception has not been so kind from what I see in the YouTube channels. Have been struggling to gain momentum since those metrics are very transparent and easy to find with a quick look at a social blade. And I'd hate to have such a great opportunity uh, have me looking for a new job in less than six months. <laughs> so here's his response. Oh, I'm surprised you even got a response. I know. I understand the confusion. Every show is different separately. If you'd like to move forward in the process here, please let me know. Otherwise, thanks for the conversation. <laughs> you didn't have much to say after that. <laughs> oh, man. 
He's just like he's he. Who's you tired him out on that one? <laughs> I, I I just loved it that he like you know maybe this place isn't for you. And I was like oh oh all right all right it's, yeah. it's on it's maybe on. it's not maybe it is. Yeah. All right, let me find the celebrity chef guy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, celebrity chef and what you got in the store. Oh, I spelled his name wrong. That's why. Okay, now I can find his uh, Instagram. Yeah. So this, where this might have? I think this was an indeed thing as well. He's uh, like a celebrity chef. He's got fifty-two thousand followers. Um, on what Instagram? On Instagram, and usually that's like that's that the highest amount of followers you have would be Instagram, except if you're a TikToker. Yeah, TikTok. I wish I understood how how that shit works. So, um, I'm pretty sure I contacted them on Indeed because that's <laughs> like it's terrible, but I think it's like the easiest one and the p- thing people use the most when it comes to posting jobs. Um, it sounded like a decent job. It was in Newark. It was exactly what I was looking for. Just like kind of like I kind of like the startup thing. I like that. I like I want to build something up. Um, you just want to work one that is like a real company and exactly that's vanity exactly. Project. And I wear I have wear a lot of hats. I can I can do you know I'm like a jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> but um, so I was like, okay, this is great. So I go to the interview. She's uh, I talk to this girl, Crystal. Very nice on the phone. Very nice. Uh, we talk through email as well. She says, so this is a little weird, but you know the interview might last kind of long, like three hours. They just kind of want to see like what you can do. And I was like, you know, you know what? That's okay. I get it because I can say I can do things. But if you want to, you want to watch me edit something, like that's fine. <laughs> like I thought, okay, maybe I'll have to do that. So I don't even remember what time the interview was. It might have been like noon, eleven a.m., something like that. Um, I get there. There's like two other people there. Uh, someone else walks in. There's like four people total, and uh, it's an it's inside a like a community center or something. I guess they just rent out a couple rooms in there. And that happens a lot where you have one one room that's kind of like a public well, space. Well, was it use. like a weeks or we work or kind of like that setup, like one of those shared workplaces? It might have been. I, it was. It felt like a like a boys and girls club because downstairs there was like a gymnasium <laughs> and stuff. But it was interesting. That was so. So maybe he. It was, was like that, a boys and girls club or community center, and he just rented it out uh, just for the, like. That was pre-pandemic, though. Yeah. I, right. Yeah, I think so. But I. Oh. I'm. I'm trying to remember. I. I might have gotten like. Uh, like they might have tested me to see if I, I had like a fever, but I don't remember. I think there was a doorman. Yeah, so I was like, uh, I don't know where to go. I went upstairs. So uh, the, there's this one guy. I forget his name. I have his number still. He was calling me afterwards, and I was like, I'm not even going to. This was such a joke. So uh, they start talking about who he is. He's a celebrity chef. He wants to start his own brand of stuff, obviously. And he's also like a preacher and things <laughs> like that. I don't remember that detail. No, yeah, because it didn't really... I don't know. It didn't really. Was, was he it? was he like super Jesusy? No, no. Okay. No. Um. So, 
somehow I forget how it was even talked about. I mean, they were just talking about who he is and what he was looking for and what he wanted. And I met a couple of people there. They were very cool. One of them was like a drone guy. He knew how to pilot a drone really well. This one girl used to work at a camera store. She knew everything about cameras. She was very, very knowledgeable in that aspect. Cause I'm not like, I don't, I always fiddle with these things. I'm not great with the cameras. Um, I'm better in the back end, like editing stuff. So somehow they were like, yeah, so we're thinking we're going to go, um, uh, we're going to do a collab with this, I forget what it was called. It was a company that makes chef outfits, but like things you can wear like every day, not just when you're cooking. Mm-hmm. So it's like, whoa, Isaac, he's getting violent here. He's like, chef, I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so chef outfits you can wear anywhere. So apparently they scheduled the com- our company our company was an interview it's a job interview <laughs> to come and film some like a a promotional video for them on for their instagram <laughs> that day so me so so i don't even so the guy amir his like number 2 and then four people four or five people on a job interview went into the city in a in a one of those uh, passenger vans. That, that that's so absurd that it, that like I cannot think of any interview where it's like, um, yeah, you, you got to go into the city. You're not going to be paid. We're going to do a project. Yeah, how fucking crazy is that? Like, fuck that guy. That is like the equivalent of like getting you know Mexicans to go work at your drywall from like Home Depot. Yeah, but then the not millennium. paying them, and then not paying them, and say if you say anything, I'm going to call uh, whatever it is. What child protective child protective services? <laughs> Not CPS. The other the other one. Oh, the, uh, the border ice, patrol. Border patrol. Yeah, like that's fucked up. Like at least pay them. Yeah. Um. But uh. So we film all for a while. We're there for a while. We even did some drone stuff, and actually the drone guy messed up, and they weren't filmed. They weren't. It, they couldn't find the the footage. They had to go back the next day. <laughs> like, the, how bad is that? You fuck up on an interview, but you have to go back to the city the next day. <laughs> fuck that. So, I must have gotten home. It was already dark, 10, 10 at night, something <laughs> like that. Ten, mm-hmm. eleven at night. Uh, so I was work. I worked like a full day's work, <laughs> more so. It was like a ten ten hours or so working. Um, so I remember we get back to the studio, and I was like, "All right, I'll take the lead on editing it because why not?" Um, I had nothing else to do. Same thing, like keep yourself busy if you don't have uh, yeah. anything going on. So they thought that they were going to send me like two hundred or. What was I trying to do? I forget. We were trying to get like the footage and downloading. It was taking so long. And then I think I edited part of it and I was trying to send it to them um, through like Dropbox. <laughs> but this is like hundreds of gigabytes. And so l- I'm l- like, l- let me guess. They, they, they didn't like give you the, the company Dropbox. No, they had like they two terabytes. They didn't think about anything. And I'm not even talking about the amount. I'm talking about how long it would take. It said, I, I called the one guy. I was like, it's supposed to take it's going to take like a day to send all this crap so i can edit that shit tomorrow instead and i don't know and then i thought to myself i'm like why am i freaking out about this why am i nervous and getting anxiety because i can't do this this is a fucking job interview for a place that's like means nothing that that is nothing right now so so the next day i got there bright and early started editing stuff uh, edited like a, a whole. So is the editing suite in like the community center? 
Yeah. So so there's they have this very small room where they have they have they did a pretty good job in such a small space to have like certain like areas like you know like like right here this is my uh my podcast area you know i have it <laughs> with stuff uh you know that uh shoe i made here's me as a bobblehead stuff that that's like defines me as a person um so they had like you know a neon sign and stuff like that like a mirror i don't know something um and so they have a really small space and then next door is is i probably like a space that anyone can use in the building so there's just like tables and chairs in there so i was editing in there like all day and i had like you know i was trying to get the vibe of new jersey of uh you know the drive into the city and things like that because he's being interviewed in the car interviewed going inside talking to the people and stuff and so i was editing all morning i must have been editing for like four hours and then in the in the middle they were like oh we're gonna go ahead to uh b and h you gonna want to come i'm like i'm just gonna finish editing this i guess and so he like buys this like pizza and stuff, uh, and uh, I remember I showed him, I showed everyone, I was like, "What do you guys think about this? What do you want me to change?" And this one kid, he, what was he gonna do? He was gonna, I don't know whether they they didn't have any green screen stuff. There was something that I was like, he could probably do this better than me. Let me, uh, let me say, let me have him do this specific part of it. Uh, but that doesn't matter. Um, but everyone's like, yeah, no, it looks really good. I like, I like the vibe you went with. I like, um, the different clips you used in the intro portion. And then when he watched it, he's like, I want to change all this. I want that. I want this here. (laughs) I'm like, like, first of all, like I get it. He's in charge, but like, you're supposed to hire people that are better at something than you. Like, that's why when you're president, you have smart people around you. You don't have to be smart. You have smart people around you. He didn't know what he was talking about, so I was really insulted by that, all the stuff he wanted me to change. Now, was that the um, the, the chef who wanted That was the chef. Yeah, was he the was chef. like, oh, I want you to change this, this, and this. And I'm, like, I'm like, well, maybe, because <laughs> like, it's not like I'm getting paid or anything. So... I forget what time I got home that day, but still, I had to work like a while. He, he, at least he bought us pizza. There you go. That's a somewhat uh, yeah. throwing you a bone. But do you, did you know that pizza is not acceptable as food on a on a f- film no. set? But we, I think he gets away with it. It's the he, lowest form of thing you can buy somebody. <laughs> social media. Uh, this isn't a real film set. I, I know. I'm just using that as an example to say that is the bottom of the barrel thing True. you could buy somebody. True. It, it is. Pizza's not. You're right. It, within film circles, it is pizza's looked yeah. down upon. No. Of course, that doesn't count as a film set. So a few days later, um, we. We were thinking. I forget if I was who was who was I talking to. I think I was talking to the girl that knows about. And I don't remember what medium it was on. It was on one of those like stupid apps, like WhatsApp or something. Mm-hmm. They made like a group, group chat for like all, all all the indentured servants. Yeah, I forget exactly what it was. It might have been one of those. Oh, it's Group Me. Ah. I don't even. I don't even like Group Me. Her name was uh, Deja. Creative group. I still have the messages. So so I gave you my messages. Let's hear yours. It wasn't anything exciting. All right. Um, oh, so, yeah, he wanted us to be there 9 a.m. for editing that day. Uh, and he gave us all the passwords and everything. Um, so, so you're doing all this work. What, what's the end result? Because um, I know you have a finished project, but then he says, like, I don't think this is working, right? Oh, so I was even I'm pretty good at being organized and delegating things to people that I think are are the best at certain things. Mm-hmm. That's something that uh when at Jarek we didn't have someone to do that very well. <laughs> uh 
I'm not going to name names. So, <laughs> uh, so I, I messaged his number two and he was like, Hey team, after arrive, after arrive, Tim and I begin to go through the photos. That's what he wrote. Uh, Tim suggested a uh, text to me and I agree with it. He said, Hey everyone, we're going to have to edit tomorrow as a team. When we get to the studio, we can have, uh, someone working on graphics, someone on music and break the editing up into different jobs, such as the intro driving to the city, uh, the interview with the three of, uh, three of them talking and an outro blah 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 um <laughs> and of course the the guy amir uh good morning uh the they opened the gates at, at 10 o'clock or uh sorry uh so they couldn't they didn't even let us in <laughs> it would have been good to know uh and then at nine twenty one, his number two was like i'm heading to the studio now you fucker we were already here for like a half an hour <laughs> people are fucking dicks so uh, that Sunday from 7.30 to 8.30, I wonder if that girl Crystal still works there. From 7.30 to 8.30, we had a Zoom a Zoom conference call with everyone there. And I should have, uh, I, I was like, should I should I look more professional and like put on my camera? But I didn't feel like it. I wasn't in the mood. I was like, this job's fucking stupid. <laughs> so, but I, I, and it's, it's a good thing I didn't because when he was talking, like I'm pretty expressive. I was like, what is this guy talking about with my face? Because he's like, okay, so Amir joined. He's like, all right, well, we were working the, the past couple days, and uh, I, um, you know, I mean, uh, you know, everyone did, uh, you know, we did all right, but, um, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I can pay you guys. So I don't know. <laughs> I might have to, I mean, you guys might have to just be interns because I might have to hire some real professionals to do some of this stuff. <laughs> And, like, do you know how, like, regretful I am for not, like, just, like, ripping him a new fucking asshole? Because, like, I was, like, so then he got off the call because, you know, he's a celebrity chef. In an hour, that's uh, that's too much time for him. So talking to his number two, and I was, like, I was, like, I didn't join this job uh, to be an intern. There was a certain amount of money that was proposed in the job title and what you needed. So I'm like, this is fucked up. You have this. I was just like, this guy's really good at that. This guy's good. this girl knows all everything about cameras. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. So I was so mad. I told you that, and you were yeah. like, you were like, you were mad. You were mad too. Yeah, you I was were, mad on your behalf. I was you like, were, you should tear the f- floor out, write horrible reviews, curse the guy out, call him back. Uh, yeah, that was insane. That they like, you know, basically had you in for a job. Like, I've never heard of that. Hey, come and shoot this episode. Uh, we're not going to pay you, but um, that's not how it freaking works. And I actually, I liked his the number his number two. I actually like that guy. He's kind of like a self-made person that's just trying his best. He, found, he made friends with this guy, Amir, and then they were just trying to start their own thing. But And he tried to call me afterwards, probably because he liked me, but I was like, I didn't even want to talk to him. I just, like, I <laughs> was, like, so, so disillusioned by that shit. So... Um, two days after that, this the girl that's really that knows everything about cameras messaged me. Hey Tim, just wanted to ask if you have talked to Amir about pay yet. <laughs> I know for me personally, there's been a lot of uncertainty around that, and wanted to see if anyone else is going through this. And of course, I don't use I don't use GroupMe a lot. So like five days later, I was like, Oh hey, I'm sorry, I just saw this now. I haven't heard much from them. What's the latest for you? And I said, I definitely don't know what's going on with pay, but I, like others, applied for a job that was supposed to pay, like, upwards of $25 an hour. And I love when they put, like, 
eighteen to twenty five dollars an hour. I don't want eighteen. <laughs> I want twenty five. Like why? Why are you? Well, why are you giving that range? Yeah, like, it's fucking stupid. Why are you giving that wiggle room? Because they want to bait you and switch you to the lower one. No. So she said, "Yeah, Tim, uh, they are not paying hourly. So if that's what you're looking for, you should just stop working with them." Uh, as far as with me, I agreed to be working a day rate with them, and they have been super shady about paying me. And then I just said, oh, wow, blah, blah, blah. And then she just never responded because we, you know, yeah. there was nothing really else to say. But, yeah, it's it's not like they were just shady with me. They were, they shady. were shady with the whole group. I wonder if any one of those people wound up working with them. I'm not even sure. It was called Become Creative. Was, that was the I name just of- remembered what the name was. Uh I wonder if it's even on his, uh, oh, yeah, Become Creative Studio. Uh, oh, and Tillit was uh, the people that make uh, the outfits for the chefs. They were very nice. They were a nice little place. They were very cool. Uniforms for work and life. So is that his brand? or uh... His brand is Become Media Studio. So, so how does it Become Media Studios? Is they like... almost have 8,000 followers. Oh, my God. So um... that's the studio. And then there's Become Creative Without an E at the end. Wait, is that no? That's the same thing. No, okay, that one has three thousand, and they're in Irvington now. So I don't know. They used to be in oh, Newark. Even, even. So I think they're in a new shittier studio. part of Jersey. Yeah. Ooh. I wonder how they fucking make money. I have no idea. Probably the same kind of bullshit. Uh, or off of his like name recognition. But do you know who he is? No. But uh, how many? Do you, how many Instagram followers does he have? Does he have? A he has fifty-two thousand. Uh, Almost 53,000. But that's pretty low by Instagram standards. He still only has 53,000? Yeah. Yep. 53. Let me see this bastard. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let's see how much engagement he's getting. Uh, And the funny part is that night, uh, he took us to this Chinese restaurant in the city. And I was like, oh, man, this is probably going to be super good. And I got my nephew got me into liking cold noodles. You ever have cold noodles? They're all right. It's like a peanut butter sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was nasty. Is that him? He's got the dreads. Oh, so th- this is not him. I don't know. I can't see from here. Um, so he's got dreads. He did when I met him. Yeah. I wonder if that's him. Yeah, this is not like this does not feel like a huge celebrity chef. It's like three hundred likes, six hundred likes, a couple of comments, fifteen comments. Does not feel like. Uh... I mean, what do you have to do to call yourself a celebrity chef? Do you have to have just cooked for a couple celebrities? Then yes, he's a celebrity chef. Well, he talks about how he's cooked for Beyonce and Jay Z. Okay, so ooh, ooh, I think of like a celebrity chef as like an influencer. Gordon Ramsay. Well, they're they're like on uh, fucking um... Bobby Flay. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're personalities. They're, yeah. They're, 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 He's not really a personality. I don't so, know. So he actually is just a real cook who wants to be famous. Right. Yeah, look, T-bone steak. Yay. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so that was a uh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, after that, I was, I wasn't even, I was, like, almost in shock during it. The, like, this is so <laughs> weird. But I'm just like, you know, I do things that are weird. Because I want to, I want the story afterwards. You want the experience. I want the experience. So I'm like, all right, I'm a curious person. Curiosity killed the cat, but I'm a curious person. So I'm just like, I'm just gonna roll with it. Because what do I have to lose? I don't actually have to edit any of this bullshit, <laughs> you know. But I got a free ride to the city, I guess. But it was, uh, it was a weird experience. 
it was a huge waste of time. I wonder if he do, would do like a social media call out post and how that would look, or if he he just does. Nobody gives a shit about him. Yeah, nobody cares enough about him anyway. <laughs> There's like a certain like <laughs> certain like like you have to be that famous for people to give a fuck. I had a really bad experience, like trying to go for these like tech customer service jobs. Because I figured, oh, it's easy. Oh, I'm Harry's. Oh, you didn't uh, turn off your subscription. Uh, that, that, oh. That, like, oh, Harry's. That's the that's the razor the one. Razor right? one. Yeah. yeah. Harry's, I never heard back from anyone. And then by luck of a chance, I went to this group and this guy was like, worked at Harry's. He's like, uh, I can't get in. Uh, I keep on applying. They keep on denying me. And he says, yeah, that happens a lot. And then I uh, interviewed with him, talked with him. Uh, uh, then he's like, all right, there's a job opening coming up soon. Uh, I'll let you know when it's up as soon as it's live. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to finally get to Easy Street. And I, I submit it, and it gets rejected again. Then I tell him, but then it suddenly gets uh, it goes through. He works his magic. He gets me past the filters, and I actually have an interview, and I go through this like, three-person fucking interview. Uh, oh, what's your <laughs> attitude for customer service? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, <laughs> uh, I smile and answer their problem. Like, well, why is this, like, so, why are we treating this like you're sending me to Mars? Why do I need three separate people to interview for customer service? Why, so why are you pretending, like, I, I just want to work. I want to enjoy your fucking benefits and your uh, free health care. I, I thought nobody wanted to work anymore, so look at you you try to work yeah exactly well this is in the pre-covid era <laughs> oh okay there you go so, back when people wanted to work yeah exactly back when people wanted to work uh and still even after all that i, I still got rejected I still like, sorry we decided to go with other candidates uh, yeah you see that all the time i don't know what anyone ever wants like uh, because like i sometimes even jobs that i'm like overqualified for they're like we're going for somebody else i'm like okay i guess well the problem is is you can never see the notes so you're not i'm like, also not a good i used to be really good at interviews i'm just not good anymore because i used to do like acting so then i was like it was like an audition for me so i'd be like good at it but now i'm not good at interviews i get nervous i'm bad at interviews <laughs> i'm more nervous at an interview than a first date yeah you, depending you... how hot the interviewer is <laughs> <laughs> They can't be too hot. You gotta no, be, depending on how hot the the date is. I mean, you gotta be, be cautious. You gotta be not too engaged, but you gotta do this like little larping performance. Yeah, this is my dream yeah. job. I've, I've never always wanted this so badly forever. You gotta you gotta be real good. Like with your with your boy Maddie when he was like, oh, he saw the Mets hat back there. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, that's my 1962 inaugural Mets hat. That's uh, yeah. I got I got my Mister Met hat there. I got my uh, my other one. Yeah. So he, yeah, you gotta like find something like on their desk if you're, yeah, if you're an in-person to, interview to get that instant connection. Sometimes yep. they don't have anything. Um, yeah, like he, even Rick, he saw my my garden gnomes, and I was like, oh yeah, here's my Degrom. I got my Harvey. <laughs> when did he see your garden gnomes? I had I used to have them at my desk. I used uh, to have I had like two of them back then. You know what I loved though back at Jarek, the the Rick and Jeremy fights. Oh, they were the best <laughs> because that was like. That was like you're like you're like the kid that's like a dick and like you made like your, your dad's mad at you and your mom's defending you and they're just fighting and you're just like, oh, yes, <laughs> it's not. They're not mad at me. They're not mad at me. It's not my fault. But yeah. I can just see them tearing each other. They were so like oh, the best was like, why are we doing this? Why are we making more? Because, well, you're not concerned enough. Blah, blah, blah. You're never here. So I'm like, why would he want to be here? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and then we had like everyone broken down into Marvel uh, superheroes or villains. Exactly. Because uh, that, that was uh, the year Age of Ultron came yep, out. Yep, that's so, right. Yeah, Jeremy was Ultron and uh, Rick was Vision. <laughs> yeah. And who was Rocco? <laughs> Rocco was like Iron Man or something. Because, he, yeah, he had, that, he had the Iron Man uh, he had, yeah, he had the Iron Man facial hair yeah. in the epic, uh, never-ending superhero ba- battle. But sadly, Rick couldn't save us. Do you remember the the one project we did with Rocco? Like the biggest project we did with him was the uh, um, the horse mask thing. <laughs> yeah. And Mrs. Chickenhead. <laughs> well, because they, they had that brief moment where they flirted with relevancy, where they had like a Trump's lawyer calling the. That company. was that was crazy. that was actually insane for real because that that's a real guy that's a real guy we had like we had that's we should have saved that those photos and stuff well i think jeremy published the photos i would have what i should have done is i should have kept the audio you know what's funny i remember when i was canned and i was like Man, they had some good fonts. Isaac, can you send me some of those fonts <laughs> that they had? And you you just emailed me the fonts. <laughs> oh shit! But no, no, that was that was actually cra- afterwards. I didn't understand the the how crazy that was until afterwards because that guy was he's in jail now, isn't he? Yeah, he's in jail. He was all over the news. He was all over the news. He was really Trump's <laughs> fucking lawyer called and was talking to our boss in the next room. Trump's fucking lawyer. That was insane. He was like, um, you are. You are messing with the next president of the United States. That was before Trump was president. <laughs> yeah, before he was president. He was like, you are messing with the next president of the United States. And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, you're messing with the next president of the United States. Don't publish any of that shit. I don't know. It was like it was only like Trump like signing somebody's titty or something. Yeah, it wasn't really that terrible. No. But the idea was like, oh, this is gonna bring down Trump. But like once the grab them by the pussy came out, that was like it didn't doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Um and then not to mention the fact that uh what was it? Uh, why am I losing my train of thought? Um, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, this is what it was. Yeah, um, yeah. What do you got? So, like, they they had they gave uh, Jeremy this golden carrot that, like, somehow they were gonna like let uh, him and Jarek Media manage uh, the 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 freaking archive of um national Enquirer. yes i remember we i was just when you when you were talking about it, i was just thinking the national Enquirer. we started trying to find like old uh commercials for them and they're they're not they haven't been relevant for a while because tmz is yeah, taking uh, over everything pr- pretty much yeah it's, it's like this dying boomer institution oh we were gonna modernize no, nobody's it. gonna buy a magazine for that tmz is all over tv and all over online articles and everything nobody cares about the national Enquirer. Well, like, not only that, but, like, why would the National Enquirer, you know, use Jeremy's rinky-dink shitty company (laughs) with a bunch of, like, you know, fucking, that mostly, like, that company, when we were there, the only way they made money was, like, reselling shit on eBay with, like, recycled IMAX. That's the only way. That was crazy. And our shitty WordPress sites. Yeah. (laughs) How did they make any money? And the funny thing is, like, when I started working there, um, and I would like, I was, I would like send some of the videos I'd edited to my friends and they just were like, why? Like, like their response was like, why did you make this? And I was like, I was thinking like, is that a stupid question or like, is it a stupid video? Cause I'm like, I don't know. Entertainment. Like what the fuck? They're like, why, why did you, why? I was like, what do you mean? Why is it? Cause it's that stupid. Like you're just like asking like, why would I make that? 
Well, it didn't make sense. I mean, you look at like real sites like you know the IGNs or whatnot, and, and those videos yeah. make sense. Uh, the fucking uh, ones on Jarek did not. It was like, hot girls love states love. It was just like one part like Jeremy's <laughs> editorial editorial sense of like what he thought would be like good web content. One part of like oh this is online content marketing and SEO, but then never implemented any of the shit he preached. Yeah, and like the different websites like corporate culture. He was like, I, I know what these people like, and like none of them would have given a fuck. <laughs> Nobody wants to read corporate culture. Corporate culture. Oh, God. There was the, the Guccione brands, the Omni. Uh, Yo, that mean, rap was good, though. Which rap? Guccione on the mind. Like, that shit was good. Will, doing that song was good. Oh, God. Will, Will, Will. Ah! You were you were actually extra close to him because you had to. Yeah, you drove him home a couple I, times. I, I made, you guys lived, times, both I was lived like in Montclair. A, yeah, I made the mistake of offering to drive Will to uh, Jarek Media, which was one of the worst mistakes mistakes i ever made because it never stopped if you give a mouse a cookie he'll ask for a glass of milk well he, like that this is i don't know who was scamming who more the fact that they like paid will like 500 dollars a week to like um make the stupid uh google the teacher, spreadsheet the teacher preacher the teacher preacher spreadsheet of like the world's hottest girls for a website that never launched or or the fact that they were stupid enough to like get a guy like him and then, oh, yeah, the teacher preacher, we're going to make you into a brand. We're going to have book deals. We're going to have you all, all it's going to be all everywhere. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Uh, and then Will was just like this drugged out junkie guy who like wore sweatpants and underwear or like. Oh, yeah. No, he, yeah, he wore uh, 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 pajama pants. Yeah, pajama pants to And work. I'm like, he's definitely not wearing underwear <laughs> under those things. And he, he like smelled so awful. <sighs> And, I, like, and at the first, I like I liked times. him. At first, I liked him because you know he was. Uh, you almost felt bad for him, but yeah, he writes some crazy shit on online. I think I I silenced him or whatever it's called. <laughs> you don't you don't like I, I think I his hide, Facebook. I hide his posts because he's crazy. You know, you don't like hearing about the teacher preacher or, or Project Gilgamesh where he's gonna like turn himself into Aquaman and thinks he looks like Jason Momoa. I think his Instagram name is like African Goddess or something. Now. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and he made these no, I'm not African kidding. Goddess ba- he's bath bombs. White, he's white as hell. Oh, that's what it is. African <laughs> yeah, Goddess bath bombs. They were like these deformed. But that's like, his like personal. That's actually his personal Instagram. I think he gave up on that. I think he he gave up on, and then it's like I'm gonna break through the fourth dimensions. Yeah, Afri- I, 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 African goddess bath bombs, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> can will, just, just the ultimate overweight neck beard, ugly, disgusting, d- drug degenerate. He did scare away that one girl named Willow. <laughs> yeah, she she only worked there for like two days. Like the the amount of people that like. <laughs> It's funny because a lot of people got canned because they just couldn't pay them. A lot of people just left and never came back. <laughs> so that was one girl that, like, he creeped her out. She left. Do you remember that day that Paul died? Yeah. <laughs> there was this cute girl that was working there. And that was on a Friday. And, like, you, like where are you sitting? You were sitting. You were still sitting in the middle, right? You weren't next to me yet. No, not yet. Because Jose sat there. Yeah. So I was... You know, I was here. Eddie was here. Paul's over here. So Eddie's like, "Hey, hey," I was like, "What?" And he like, he's like, looks, he's like doing this to Paul. And I look over, and Paul's like this. <laughs> and I was like, ha, I was like, ha, ha, he's tired. But Eddie's like, no, 
He's not tired. He's fucked up. So then he's just like, and I'm like, bro, because Eddie knew that he did all that kind of shit. Like, what, it was like synthetic weed or something? It was synthetic weed. And the funny part is, uh, you know who I really liked um, that we worked with? Sasha? She was cool. No, I'm, but I meant uh, Prague. <coughs> oh, yeah. He was very cool, and he smoked a lot. Oh, yeah. He smoked a whole lot. And I remember when he was talking to Paul about the synthetic stuff, he was like, I would never touch that shit. <laughs> and when Parag said I would never touch that shit, I was like, yo, he fucked up then. <laughs> and I remember, like, Paul was just, like, like fucked up, and then, like, we didn't know what to do. We were like, do we tell- Well, then he had that, like, freak out episode. No, no, yeah, we were, like, do- we were like, do we tell Jeremy? And then we were like, oh, my God. I think, I th- oh, you know, you know what he did? And the smartest thing? He went to our good friend Julio. Because you know Julio. Julio knows what a bad trip looks like, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure Julio knew what to do. So he was like talking to him. He was like, hey, man, what's up? And I think, I'm not sure who gave it to him. But, uh, uh, yeah, um, eventually Jeremy found out. And, like, yeah, Paul was just like, like screaming <laughs> yeah. and, like, throwing up kind of, but not really throwing well, he was, up. like, dry heaving. He was like, Ugh. And but then he was like moaning, and Jeremy's like, "This seems like bad Chinese. <laughs> this seems like bad Chinese. Did you have Chinese? That was uh, such a fuck day, uh, and I kind of reveled in it. Ooh, I'm in this dirty, rain, grimy startup culture. Ooh, I like is... the fact that we didn't do any work that day, but I felt bad for Paul because Paul was always very nice to me. You know, I don't want anything bad to happen to him. But uh, yeah, that was crazy. And then that one girl, I forget her name. Uh, she worked there and she just never came back. <laughs> she never that was on a Friday. She never came back. Do you blame her? No. <laughs> no, like a, she never came it's back. It's a horrible thing. Is he someone just like having a drug? He, almost, he like died that day. He was just yeah, that was crazy. And being carried I remember I went with him to the hospital. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. I went with him getting him into the ER. There was a bunch of weird shit that happened. What didn't we we had um we had a new IT guy. It was an Asian guy. Vaguely, I think I remember. And then he got and then the police were there because he was stealing money. He was like he was uh punching in because he had access to that before coming into work. So they had the cops there to like intimidate him or something weird and you know, he got fired and well, didn't he also like leave because Jeremy kept on doing racist, racist things like by calling him like egg roll or some shit? I believe it, but I did not hear that. I mean, I know Jeremy said fucked up things about Julio and his Cuban descent. Yeah, yeah, we, we both know that. And I wouldn't put it past him. Well, he always liked to try to give people nicknames, um, like, you know, Fig. I gave you that nickname. <laughs> were you the one who did Because you were like, your name is Isaac, and like, Isaac Newton, Fig Newton. I was like, let's call him Fig. And I remember he was like, Fig. Fig. And you didn't, you did not. The funny thing is, I we told Jeremy that was your nickname, but we didn't tell you that that was your nickname. So we get Fig, Fig, and you're just like sitting there doing your work. And he's like, this guy doesn't, this guy don't, can't hear me. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. And then we had, uh, yeah. There was so much crazy shit at that place. I wonder if Prague's still there. I think he might still be there. I think he's the type that, like, left, came back, left, and came back, like, a bunch of times. I don't know. I heard, like, one thing from Julio that, like, he refused to get the vaccine, and they were still paying him, but he would just, like, stay at home and do nothing or whatever. Yeah, he is kind of like that. Uh, 
But you know what? My body, my choice. <laughs> um, bring, yeah, bring, bringing that Roe versus Wade. Uh, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That shit's. I'm not gonna touch that shit. <laughs> because yeah, uh, it's not your issue. No, it is crazy. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it like that. I just mean it's just crazy. It's just the wrong time, or it's not. It was unnecessary. Is really it? It was unnecessary. Well, some people were saying that, like, um, you know, everything was setting up for the Republicans to sweep, but then now that they, that that's that's why it was so stupid. It made no sense to do that. Yeah, it, it was a really dumb. On thing. their part, it made no sense. I guess you know the conservative judges did exactly what the conservative judges wanted to do. Well, well, you know what's crazy though about Jarek? Supposedly, so they have. A, I think I told you how I met Jeremy's son one one time, right? You saw him out. Yeah, somewhere. I saw him out, and I was I, I was like so tempted to say, "Hey, your dad loaned your sister ten thousand dollars for her stupid handbags. Is he going to loan you money for your uh, video games?" <laughs> oh, Although geez. apparently now Baby Fromer is um, responsible for like their creative ventures. <laughs> I laughed so hard they had a press release about the fucking Steam Wars. You remember Steam Wars? Oh, Steam Wars. Yeah, yeah. Steam Wars is coming back, baby. Steam Wars and uh, No One's Pet. They had press releases about re-releasing both of those things. Like they were like brand spanking new things that people couldn't get wait wait to get their hands on. I don't even know. When, where did you see him anyway? Didn't you see him some? Really yeah, random like outside place? of the outside uh, Fort Lee. I was like going to get uh, something for the guy I work for now, the lawyer. And I, I saw him outside. He had like a little little uh, coffee cup, and he he was going, and he was like ready to um, ready to drink and ready to go hang out or go, go to work at Jarek. And I said, "Hey, you oh my!" And he, I was like, "Is that him?" And we were both looking at each other, but then I was like, "Oh, hey, how's it going? Good." <laughs> so they're in there. Oh yeah. And apparently, I don't know how, but they, they also have an office in New York City now. Like I don't, I don't know where you get the money for that. I, I don't know how you make it work. It's like I don't know. I saw this. You ever hear of this show called We Crashed? No, I don't think so. So it's the show on Apple TV, and it's about like the WeWork people and how insane the guy was. And he's played by Jared Leto, and he's like this insane Israeli guy. It's like we need to do bigger. We need to make it bigger. We need to alter consciousness and all this like hippie new age bullshit. But eventually, it became unsustainable, and he was kicked out of the fucking company. Uh, that's kind of like what Jeremy is, only without a viable company. Uh, he just keeps <laughs> on getting this money and wasting. Oh, we need to be in New York. Uh, that yeah, that would waste more money. <laughs> they waste. they don't need to be in New York. No, they don't. What's the point? I, I guess to make them feel more legitimate and get meetings. With I I used to love when when Justin would be on the phone with people. Oh, we're just we're just outside of Manhattan. Like that's right where we are. I was outside of Manhattan. <laughs> You know what the funniest thing that I'm kind of embarrassed about now? Uh, I have this Israeli cousin who's. What was the name of their dog? Um, Petite. I said, "What was that French dog's name?" Well, uh, you brought the, your Israeli cousin's dog to Jarek Media. Did I? Yes, you did. That's why I was like, it had a French name, <laughs> Petite. Petite. Come on, Isaac. Petite was a very cute little dog. Yeah. So, so all right, so. I remember I brought him to like the Christmas uh, dinner. Yeah, to, like meet with it and Justin. And he talked. With, <laughs> the funny thing is, he he didn't think Julio could program. Justin th- couldn't think Julio could program. No, the uh, Israeli cousin. Uh, his name's Roy. 
Your Israeli cousin. Yeah. Couldn't think Julio could program. He didn't think Julio could Why? program. Why? Uh, I don't know what the specific he was, but supposedly Justin and uh, Julio were both impressed by him. He, Jeremy didn't really talk to him, but I think it's the best that uh, he had nothing to do with them because now his business is doing very well. Mm. Uh, he is this startup called um, City Hive, and they like they, they basically they're like a where are they based? Uh, New York City. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, Israel, and uh, basically it's like a app that uh, gets. Um, it's a real tech company with a real te- real tech, not the the, the bullshit the, uh, mind uh, medium ripoff that is vocal. <laughs> but like, what do people do with that nowadays? So, so what vocal or the, yeah, or, so, or you want me to explain the Israeli cousins tech? Sure, whichever one. So the Israeli cousins tech is basically it's a, from my understanding. Well, why don't you work there? I don't know, sometimes I think about it. Sometimes I think about Would it. Would they give you? You think they'd give you a job? I don't know. We, we've talked about it, but I haven't pursued it super aggressively. Is it just not something that you would enjoy? Um, I, I, I he's he's admitted that he's he's like a miserable person to work for. Oh, okay. And, and Isra- 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 Israelis have very blunt personalities, so they'll just like walk in and like cut you in half. <laughs> half. Uh, this looks like shit. You've been working on it for four hours. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, so, so I'm always kind of like nervous about that, and, and, yeah. and plus, if I went in, it'd probably be for like a sales position. Are uh, you a good salesman, Isaac? Uh, I don't know. I sold some shit at Yelp, but um, but uh, you hated that. You hated that shit. I did. Was it you hated Yelp more than Jarek Media? Parts of it. <laughs> I, I mean, it was it was a better, more legit company. Like, I mean, I have good memories of Jarek Media. Like, the, I met a lot of good friends at Jarek Media. Well, when it was like, you know... I mean, I, I freaking... I did Susie and Drew's wedding. <laughs> I was the uh, the priest. You were the officiant? Yeah, I was the officiant, yeah. There was a great spirit of like, you know, uh, oh, we're just scrappy underdogs and we're getting this done. Yeah, and there was a good feel of that. There was a good feel of that. There was just the tyrannical overlord and you never knew when he was going to attack you. And uh, I know. And like, yeah... I remember being like nervous, and then I was like, "What am I nervous about? What is this little man gonna do? Like, I should never be afraid of him. What is he gonna fire me? So I'm not gonna be making thirty-seven thousand dollars a year anymore." <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I remember one time, and this was kind of fucked up, because uh, Haley would talk, would work like closely with him too, kind of not as closely as Chelsea and then she was wearing a hat that day like uh, in, in the front and then uh, they were she was he was like you have to listen like she was like writing something down he's like you have to listen and he grabs her hat and like points it to her points it towards him and I was like whoa <laughs> that's creepy that's a little much that's a little Weinstein yeah yeah so I was like oh, that's not cool yeah, well, Jeremy was just like a whole bunch of red flags and warning signs and all this other fucking crazy And I wonder shit. if he didn't like that Haley and I were really close friends at that point. Because I remember every day then, like sometimes I would stay a little later, but every day when she wanted to leave, she'd be like, oh, you ready to leave? And I was like, I guess. But just because like, I felt weird about leaving early because they made you feel guilty yeah, they, about they, leaving they, on they, time. They, <laughs> and, and watching Eddie work, we never, I, I, we never took a lunch or anything either. No, there was no official like no lunch. no official lunch. 
You, so, you just ate and worked along. Just, yeah. So I mean, I just followed his lead and never had never had a lunch except when he was like, "Oh, do you want to go to that chicken place?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, let's go," <laughs> because I could leave. I didn't even drink coffee, but I used to go next door to buy coffee to just to get out. Balthazar of, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those Balthazar runs. Yeah. There was like a little cheese. Uh, Whenever any time when I went out to Balthazar and they're, they're like, "Where's Fig?" <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, they couldn't find you? Yeah, exactly. And they were, like, getting furious or... I don't remember. He was always mad about stupid shit. I remember one time I stayed really late until, like, 8 because they said, they said if you stay until a certain point, he'll buy you dinner. And then he bought me dinner. Um, and they were, like, complaining about how people, like, left... How somebody left, like, on time. <laughs> they were like, oh, she's... Yeah, uh, Haley left. Uh, you know, she's supposed to check with me before she leaves. <laughs> and shit like that. <laughs> um, bullshit like that. But I was wondering if, like, they just didn't like that we were close friends. And then, like, because we got fired up. We got let go on the same day. Um, Possibly. Who else got let go? Paul got let go well, on that day. Well, the whole video department was basically. Actually, no, you got. Well, Eddie was still there. So was Lamont. Uh, was Lamont? I thought Lamont got killed with the, you and. Uh, no, he got killed later on. Maybe my memory is just uh, skewed. And uh, I think he got let go at the same time as, like, Phil, didn't he? Uh, or Susie. Who got let first? Let go first, Susie or Phil? Phil, I think it was uh, Phil. Probably Phil because he was making more money because <laughs> he's he'd been there longer. He was the manager. Uh, yeah, no, I think Stacy got let go that same day, and I think Sasha and Matt, Matt, really tall guy, really big, big tall guy. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember him. I think he got let go that same day too because I saw them. Uh, we went out to this like random restaurant or like bar, and we saw them there because we all of us got let go the same day. You remember the Cubbies BBQ? Hell yeah! What didn't it burn down or something at one point? Yeah, you know, I think I thought it was still still open. I just Maybe. don't drive around that area. We gotta go. We gotta go. That place is good. That was good. That was fun getting everyone together and then fun. like having like the eighty dollars and splitting it. That was great. It was funny because Haley went because she likes to hang out with people, but she's like only ate potato. Yeah, she she was like a fucking vegetarian. Yeah, <laughs> and the fucking Cubbies. No, that place was good. That, that was a fun little tradition, a little, little team building bond. Yeah. Building. Even before that, we went to. Uh, I forget what it's called. I don't know the area. It was on like Route Four, that one restaurant. Egan's? And that's the first night I saw. I met Drew, I think, or he he came to pick up Susie because she got drunk by accident. <laughs> oh, it's funny. But uh, no, that was fun. I think I think uh, what's his name? Uh, Vadim came and he was like, Vadim was a real one. He was a real one, and he paid for everyone's meal because he's just like he's just like these poor guys. <laughs> he's like he he's making a decent amount of money. He's a successful, really smart guy. And he's like these guys have no idea. <laughs> they have no idea what a shithole this place is yet. Vadim was a fucking real one. Vadim was a real. I, I, it was funny. Oh, I always loved him like fighting back and oh, I, that was the fucking best. <laughs> Oh, Vadim, because Vadim didn't give a fuck. You, 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 that's not how it's done. The, yeah. The, the, that's not what it's like. Put the warrants through. Blah, 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 blah. And he was like, <laughs> I remember even like a little things. He was like, why are we, pay, why is the company paying for two Amazon Prime accounts? They let Just let them use yours. He was like, oh, that's inappropriate. <laughs> then, then they can see what I've bought. That's inappropriate. Well, then why is he paying Amazon Prime for your private account? And I remember like Eddie was always... I'd be like, Eddie, I want to use Prime. We're supposed to be watching all this these shows and being up in the know. And he, he would always give me like he would always give me credentials that were incorrect <laughs> all the time. Or I'd be like, Eddie, give me some batteries. And they'd be like dead. I'm like, you put, and then I'd give them back to him and he would put it back in the drawer instead of I was like, You gotta charge those things, bro. 
No, but that was funny. I was like, the credentials just never worked. <laughs> and like, I remember like I was not privy to the like Wi-Fi password or something. Well, I remember the internet never fucking worked. Yeah. One day it just totally took a shit. You know what it was? It was the uh, the antivirus company we used like just took a shit. So like the internet just didn't work that whole day. Everyone was just playing that like dinosaur game. <laughs> dinosaur <on> game. <laughs> dinosaur browser game. Yeah, on Google. Oh, Why do we have internet? Why is it? Then, then Jay would get like super angry, and then God, I remember the drama when he 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 got pushed out. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't there for that. I, I thought he got pushed out before you you got kicked out because they nope. they kicked him out first. Nope, nope. But he was happy. He just wasn't there a lot. Yeah, but. I remember you telling me when he officially got kicked out. What what happened with that? I'll try and get my, whatever little memories. Uh, he was like a one third. You were like owner. there, right there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but he, they were like, oh, we're switching in. We got to get rid of the warehouse. We're we're not reselling stuff anymore. And he, he's just kind of like, all right, you pay me my my fucking money. Uh, buy me out. And, uh, they kind of try to weasel their way out of it, but I think eventually he got. He's like a million shares paid off and good. Uh, ran, Jay was off cool. So, uh, he was. Uh, he was kind of belligerent. Like so, there were times where I'd ask him for help and he'd be like, rrr, rrr. "Yeah, I don't know. I didn't have much. He'd have like interaction, little weed rage. But you know, when he was like blissed out, he was all right. <laughs> you remember the one gamer gamer night we had? Yeah, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was weird. I don't think I didn't stay very long there, but I was there till like eight. Yeah, I, all I remember is uh, somebody took my chair and I had a different chair. <laughs> And I was like, Where's and then Jeremy's chair? like, film it, film it, twenty four seven. This is the, the gaming. Well, you know what's fun when uh, Phil um, brought like Smash Brothers, and there was eight player Smash Brothers. That was after Cubbies, yeah. Or that was one time we might have ordered Cubbies in or something. Yeah, like we, that. we brought it in, and then we we played Smash Brothers at the place. Yeah, that was a good time too. I suck at Smash Brothers though. Uh, I think everyone does, except for like you know, <laughs> the pros. The, the pros. Drew's pretty good. He play whenever he uh, used to. Uh, Stream, he'd be playing uh, Smash Brothers. No, is he, he, like, for me, I just don't have the instincts. Who's your character? I don't know. Maybe Snake. I like Snake. <sighs> I only, <laughs> I guess I play, like, the easy one, like Link. Link That's, is like, the bare bones. Be, like, mid-tier. Really? Though. Yeah. I thought it was easy. I think Drew uses Ness. Ness is considered to be, I mean, he's hard to use. Hard to use, but one of the the S-tiers. Yeah, he's, like, one of the S-tiers, one of the best ones. Mm-hmm. Him and Falco and Sheik and blah, blah, blah. This reminds me of something very random. The, the tier list. So this reminds me of something very random. So my friends and I were talking about something the other day. We're talking about cookies. Um, and then Drew brought up this random pre-made tier list of cookies. And I, and I saw that graham crackers were on the list. And I'm like, Drew, this is a trash list because graham crackers are not cookies. <laughs> They're crackers. Are they cookies or crackers? Good question. Um, or are they just their own thing? Graham crackers. Yeah, because everyone's like, my point was solely that they're not cookies. I didn't say they were crackers. I'm just like, they're not fucking cookies. <laughs> like, if you were to be like, if I was like, Isaac, I'm having people over. Uh, I got burgers, everything. I just need you to bring cookies. You would not automatically bring graham crackers because they're not cookies. Yeah, that, that, that is true. <laughs> um, I, I would bring like chocolate chip cookies. Uh, yeah. They're kind yeah. of like a, a third tier. Or if you're really cheap, Oreos. Or, you know, <laughs> give, give them to children. Children loves Graham. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or Teddy Grahams. Yeah. You remember Eileen, the, the, the hipster rocker girl that seemed to piss Yeah, I still troll her on Facebook sometimes. <laughs> well, I haven't seen her post anything on she Facebook. She posts on TikTok now. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, did she, like, show off her baby? 
Yeah, you know, I, don't, I guess. Because um, I thought she'd be like, oh, I'm proud, mommy. Look at me. I'm... Yeah, yeah. You know, that's how girls are. How, how successful is she on uh, TikTok? I don't know. Usually I'm the only one that comments. Uh, I just thought it was funny. I mean, it's not like I'm successful at TikTok either, <laughs> but it's just like a regular person posting on TikTok, you know. So like 50 views on a good day. I guess. I feel like it's weird. I feel like the algorithm like gives you a certain amount of views. Like I usually get 600 views and like that's it. Like 500 something views and that's it. And then it never goes further. So I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, I just remember I always kept on taunting Will saying like, oh man, that she's into you. You, you got to go. You got to keep That's fucked her. up. She actually hated him. <laughs> like I'll, I'll, some of us were like, oh, you know, Will, but she hated him. And almost to a point where it was like mean, like well, I, it was messed up. Well, she she he was like a creepy dirt bag who just cre- creeped on uh, ladies and uh, that alt uh, personality. So he, uh, he was, was like, probably really into that. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't know. Wasn't she like? A, remember that drama in the Google chat where she told Jose to shut the fuck up or shut the front she door? She said something to you. She said she said something to me. She wrote S T F U to you, and I'm like, that's not fucking professional. Like, I actually got a no. I was mad because I'm like, at what place would you actually say that to a coworker? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Well, so I was like, well, she was like, well, you mean shut the front door. Do you remember that time when we started using Slack <laughs> and you thought it was still Gchat and you wrote about like, you wrote about like, well, Jeremy wrote something and then you were like, yeah, the Wall Street people getting hand jobs on a park bench in a parka. <laughs> no, no. Well, I remember the circumstances. Uh, Jeremy wrote something and I responded uh, like, yeah, remember you get here, you walk here at eight o'clock in the morning and you get two dollars and you don't complain about it because Jeremy is always like, you don't know, you're under privilege. You shouldn't ask for things like health care and blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. You said no. You said something about a hand job. No, I did not say anything about a hand job. You said something about a in a uh, a parka, wearing a parka or something. You said something about wearing a parka. I know. I said something. Phil was like, "Oh my god, what's you?" I was say? like, "I was like, bye, Isaac. It's been nice knowing you." I was like, "You didn't know. You did not think that he was still in that." You were just like, oh, this is Gchat. They can't. Nobody can see what we're writing. No, I, I had a realization, but maybe I was too new to Slack. That will make me forever hate Slack, no matter what. <laughs> what. Even if it's a good thing to use, just because we used it there, I'm gonna be like, fuck Slack. <laughs> you remember when we had that like seminar about like, where he made us read the article about Slack? This is what real companies do. This yeah. is what we're doing. Well, the, the, there was a there was a while there where he was like, I'm gonna give you an article to read every day, and you're gonna have to read it, and then we're gonna talk about it later on. <laughs> you could be fired if you don't uh, if, if you don't read the do the company literature. Yeah, and it was like Google articles and bullshit like that. You have to read this book. Uh, and he made us read that one book. And I was like freaking out. I was like, I fucking hate reading <laughs> like books I don't want to read. Yeah. So he, I forget what book it was. and But I remember Vadim said it was like a trash book. Well, I, I remember the funniest part is someone read it and said like, oh, wait, we don't do anything in this book. What? We don't follow any of this advice that he gives. This is, oh yeah. Like we we don't follow. We we just do whatever the hell he wants. What was your favorite fight? Like between two people at Jarek Media, because I have one that comes to mind. the The constant battles of Vadim and Jeremy were great because Vadim he was in Vadim seemed like he was in fucking. Uh, you know, uh, KGB. Like that's that's the vibes Vadim gave off. Give off. 
but one of the, my favorite fights was between um, Natasha and uh, what's his Lamont? name and Lamont. <laughs> that was great. That was great because they both at that point kind of needed to be taken down a peg or two. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of great. It was like a wolf versus a bear, like 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 uh, what you call when Fox News goes against neo Nazis or whatever. Like one bad guy versus another bad guy. Because you're right, I kind of hated them both at that point. Yeah, I because. I, I Tasha was always nice to me, but at that point, like she was kind of getting a big head. Yeah, she, she being was like in re- charge really of the headful. of the video of the production crew. She was kind of getting a big head, and Lamont always had a big head because he because in his defense, he actually did real shit. Yeah, he really did real shit, and I think he just, I think he just, it felt like he wanted to take a break from you know the the world of freelance and just have a, a job for a while because he's Jeremy's friend. So why not? So I get it. Like you don't want some 20 something girl telling you what to do when you've been in the business for like 15 years. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think definitely agree that Tosh got a big head, but I remember I was frustrated with Lamont cause I was like, all right, well, what's the next thing we're going to do with this star Wars project? Rick gave me the green light. And he's like, I'm thinking about it. And I, uh, okay, so what are we going to do this? They really, the Star Wars thing was was good, but they kind of like fucked it up, though. Oh, they fucked it up so badly. They made it like, they they, they made that stupid lightsaber with all that like, and they also also got rid of all the the music. Like the music was what made it good. Like they were afraid that they wouldn't be able to get it monetized, even though, you know, you have multiple layers. And Robbie was that little stupid cunt. He was like, well, yeah. well, you know, if it doesn't get monetized in the future, blah, 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 blah. Remember he used to make us like, okay, so you guys have to go on StumbleUpon and uh, post stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is StumbleUpon? Doesn't it not exist anymore because it was shit? I don't know if it's I'm pretty still... sure it doesn't exist anymore. I don't know if it still exists, but I, yeah, I remember. And he used to be like, okay, you guys have to go on to Reddit and post, but you can't make it obvious because they'll know. <laughs> His attempt to try and socially engineer Fucking Reddit posts. stupid. Did... <laughs> it was just a waste of time. Ugh. Yeah, he was annoying. But uh. I just remember putting fighting with Lamont to get that Star Wars thing done, and then like Tosh was like kind of like calling him out for like, all right, what's the shot list? What's the next thing? And then so it was just like watch. And then Jeremy came in and he did nothing to de-escalate the situation because he had yeah no, no because they started kind of yelling, and then he was like, okay, guys, what's going on? <laughs> just. That was a good day, though. I enjoyed it. That, that was... I like when there's like drama, but I'm not a part of it. Well, I still have the footage of uh, Jeremy screaming on the phone about like, "This is ridiculous." Rick Schwartz's name is on this. Blah blah blah. You did the deal. Blah blah blah. Remember investor. what was the what was the company that Rick like worked with in New York City? Like, he had his own like brand, Rockship Productions or Overnight Productions or something. <sighs> It was something weird like that. It was something with some name with an animal or something. Uh, but I remember he was like, if you guys don't do a good enough job, we're just going to outsource it to Rick's company and stuff like that. Like, okay. Like, what? Are, I don't even know what. Like, <laughs> with what we have to work with, I'm not sure how great we can make it. We can only work so much magic in post. Yeah. All those terrible ideas, like the, the Aaliyah Janine Hormones comedy special. Do you, yo, I remember, uh, who was I... Who told me this? It was Tosh, or maybe I was there for it. Either way, I remember um, Jeremy was like talking to her on the phone, and then she came in that one day, and he he said something like, 
I watched every movie she was in last night. Oh, <laughs> Leech <laughs> Mean. He's like, I watched every movie she was in. <laughs> I was uh, just thinking, okay, like, that's <laughs> fucking weird. I mean, I did too, but like, I wasn't telling people that. <laughs> 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 yeah, she. I think she still does comedy. I don't know if she's successful at it. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe Pro- she makes money. Yeah, I think that's like her main thing now is uh, comedy. Well, remember that terrible interview with like that porn star that Jeremy did, where he like made her cry. Yeah, that's that's Mary. Jean. That's Mary Jean. Okay. Yeah, she's dark. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's like I think Puerto like, Rican, yeah, Hispanic looking. Yeah, girl. she's got dark hair, and she brought her dog that shit on the floor. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was funny because I was doing audio, so I was listening in. And then, like, I'm just, like, listening and looking, and, like, all I hear is Lamanco, oh. Because, like, the dog just started shitting during the interview. Milo. I remember the dog's name. Milo. What's what's the, what's the dog from a movie whose dog's name was Milo? I don't know, fan. The Mask. Oh. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was... That was such a bad interview. And, like, Jeremy was behind the camera trying to be a director. And he was like, all right, go. And he kept clapping. I'm like, you don't understand what the clap means, do you? <laughs> like, when they, when they do a slate, they do that for sound because you're in front of the camera. And then you could sync it with the sound uh, on the audio of the camera and then the actual sound that you're recording. He didn't understand that. So he'd be behind. All right, action. <laughs> behind the camera clapping. I'm like, this fucking guy is so stupid. <laughs> and he was like, it, the interview was, is this a dog toy or a sex toy? And we didn't even use any real footage. I just cut it up so it was like, it's a sex toy. Oh, no. Like, none of it was real or in time because nobody nobody marked the footage as like when she actually, re- like, uh because we didn't have any of them in real time. We had the pictures of them that she was looking at. Then as you filmed her, you couldn't see what she was actually looking at. Who didn't? Somebody didn't think that through very well. Most things weren't. Uh, yeah. They, they, they were not conceived well. God, you remember when we were going to do that? Well, Paul always had those like over-the-top projects. We're going to do Fallout 4. They're going to fight the super mutants. and then I'm going to do the special effects. It's going to be super <sighs> awesome. I mean, a lot of these things would be great, but... I, you know what I'm good at? Figuring out what's realistic to do. <laughs> I'd be like, no, that's that makes no sense. And instead, we got the puppy fashion show. He was pissed about that. <laughs> and I think, wasn't Tosh in charge of that? Yeah. And I think she got in a lot of trouble for that. Did she? I don't know. If she did. Tosh was the golden girl. Felt like she could do no wrong. She no, was but I think she hot. got... Actually, that's funny. She was the golden girl because I remember, like, Haley and I were very close friends, but it was purely friendship. And then I remember at one point she was like asking Vadim about like what if we were like roommates or something? Is that like appropriate for work? And then he was like, as long as there's no coitus. And then of course, right after that, like a month later, uh, Tasha and Paul were like date or not Paul, Tasha and uh, and Phil were dating, and like that was technically against the rules, but it's Tasha; she could do whatever she wants. <laughs> She, she, well, I remember she, like, heard stories about, like, she'd just take, like, long vacations and go flying to New Zealand and shit. I remember one time she just, like, was like, yeah, I changed my schedule. I'm starting at 10 o'clock now. Yeah. I, and, like, she, nobody said anything. Nobody, like, called her out and was like, she's such good, a battle of your Good awesome. for her. Good for her, I guess. Uh, to a degree, but I, I fucking hate that. What time do we start? Eight? We start at, like, 8.30. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, if we just showed it at, like, 10, we'd be kicked out in, like, two, three days. Yeah. 
of course we worked uh 45 hours a day because uh a week i mean because uh we were supposed to take an hour for lunch but never, <laughs> never got that did. opportunity well, we, we, we would always stay until, like, 6 or 7 or just because, like, there was always this fear of, like... There was, like, the traffic like, anyway. For me, it was, like, usually, like, 45 minutes to an hour to get home. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, whatever. Plus, uh, there were a lot of cool people there, so sometimes you were just hanging out afterwards, and I enjoyed that. And then, remember, when we... W- they wanted to change the scheduling, like, you're going to work early, and we're going to work late, and all that bullshit. That was such a w- waste, and then... What the was day- the point? Well, the point was that, like, Rick was... Uh, the, the dream was that Rick uh, was going to, like, come in later, and that we would spend more time with Rick. Rick never, never showed happened. up. Yeah. It was fucking stupid. There were so many ideas that were, like, stupid. That made no sense. I'm like, that... None of that makes sense. And, Why and are we it, doing that? It, it, we came in, like, at 11, but it just felt like the hour... The, the day went took forever. It did. That was the worst part. Because instead, it felt like you still worked the same amount of time, but you got to stay there till eight o'clock instead. Yeah. It was like... But the the good part about that was nobody was there and there was no work to do. So <laughs> I remember one time it was like me, you, and like Julio just chatting because Julio would stay just. Well, he'd always and... stay late. The poor man gave so many like of his best years to that stupid fucking company. Yeah. No, I hope he's doing all right, though. I think he's doing okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I he's a smart guy. Uh, I think he's okay in Florida. Yeah. Let's, I, let's, I wish... go, let's go visit him. <laughs> Let's go to Florida. Well, all right. After you become the next Joe Rogan experience, you, you, you <laughs> do, do a tour. We're gonna go down anyway. Just hang out. <laughs> we should try to get you. Want to uh, reach out to him though? We'll try to get him on like a Zoom or something. Yeah, we can try. Actually, reach yeah. out to him. I don't know how how I would how I would hook that up to hear him. But well, you gotta figure out. You figure out the techniques, and I'll bring the Julio. All right, I'll try to figure it out. Um, but uh, God, I just. Company, I, I just want to see it burn. I just want to see the end story where, where it all falls apart. I know, like, I you, feel you like I want to hear something fucked up. Yeah, what's up? So, you know, about like GameStop as, as a meme stock, mm-hmm. so, uh, there was a brief moment where CRTD, the uh, created, was a meme stock, and people were like buying it up and piloting into it because it was heavily shorted. Because I would like to assume that people who know what's up knows a, know that it's a completely bullshit, shitty company. Yeah, I. I feel like you've sent me like you sent me a couple like YouTube videos yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Being, people talk one about moron it. was like, "Oh, this, you gotta these are top five things to invest in," and th- that was one of them. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not following that fucking guy. <laughs> that guy's a moron. Now it went from like four dollars to like seventy three cents. Oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna have my my podcast go public. It's gonna be at least eighty cents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you can make it more worth and more than a freaking sh- stock of charity. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Uh, I wish you were still friends with, like, Danielle or someone, just, just so you can get inside dirt. But she she kind of, like, started drinking the Kool-Aid. I remember the point where there was a point where I lost respect for her when she was, like, the leader of the internal team meetings. And the team meetings were just basically people sitting around and talking about how Jeremy was so awful and how he just completely ruined everything. And, and you know one of the most dumbest ideas uh, that he had? He would, like, you know, have this whole... He, you remember Lindsay? Yeah. She still works there, doesn't she? No, she was fired a long time ago. Uh, she is someone that, like you, was going to be fired but was saved, and then that person got fired before them. <laughs> <laughs> Haley was like, yo, she's going to get fired, but what are we going to do? Um, but she saved her, and then Haley got fired before her. <laughs> so she was like, I'm the head. She's the head of the OCR department. You want to know what the OCR department is? What? They would, like, uh, scan 
old articles from like penthouse magazines and then they would the idea would be like republish them but like add new stuff to make them feel contemporary and then i remember there was like one point where i was like why are we doing this these articles aren't designed to be seo why fill them with seo buzzwords when you should just make a new article that's built for seo uh how is this cost efficient then jeremy had like a big pause you didn't have a comeback for that. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> Yo, that shit was crazy, man. <laughs> Everything we did in that stupid place was uh, just dumb. I, I do what? love reading like bad vocal reviews about their their flagship product. What um, what was any projects that that you liked? Were there any that you think that you were part of that were that were good? I don't know, maybe an article I wrote comparing Batman vs. Superman to Daredevil or whatever. Or, okay, that's cool. Um, I don't know, maybe a few articles. That you, like, How much? You were kind of like a hybrid. You were just like a yeah, floater. Well, Because you worked with us. Originally, you were like writing. Yeah, well, no, originally I was with you. Right, And right. then he like oh, put yeah. me into a hybrid position. That's true. Like, you know, oh, yeah, they moved you. And I was like, Isaac, I yeah. miss you. And then there was, I guess maybe uh, there was one point when I was like managing Geek Room and I had this like stable bullpen of um, like... Um, freelance writers where I would like f- f- send out articles and I'd mm-hmm. have them realize I like that point because then I felt like a, I was pr- at least pretending to be like a manager know, a manager at a yeah. website that that's me. cool yeah that's uh, awesome. then, then it was taken away from me even though like Jeremy was like oh it's doing better oh, oh why, why did they take it away from you though I don't know for some arbitrary reason they gave to somebody else who knows what, what they decided uh, what it was what they wanted to do with it oh I think it was because like oh well uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Chelsea's still looking over the articles, and he's not looking over the articles, and not a good spell. But Danielle wasn't a good proofreader either, but he, she was hot and had tattoos, so she got a, uh, a pass. That's how it goes. And picked articles that just, or pictures that Justin liked because Justin wanted to fuck <laughs> Isaac, you do hate proofreading, though. Yeah, I do. I remember when I, you would send me scripts to read, and they would always be like, there would be mistakes and I'd be like, God damn it, Isaac, I keep fumbling over these words because because there's a word missing or something. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not one of my strengths. So what's happening with your website, with your with your YouTube page? I mean, oh, it's, Lobster Magnet. Not much. I haven't posted anything in the past three months. Yeah, why not? You just I'm uh, working at the thing that we can't talk about. Oh, OK, the thing you, you just know, you've been busy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I got you. Uh, I don't know. This weekend, I want to try and write a. V- I, I got a new uh, sure. I miss doing your random uh, voiceover stuff. Well, you know, I always reach out to you when I got something good. for Yeah, you. yeah. Remember that random person, like, took the Joker one and made like a graphic to it. That was. I, I love that. And I, I was mean, like, "What the fuck?" It was so. He put my name and your name out. I'm like, what? I, I, I'm so that that when you I sent that, that to you and you were like, what? Well, it makes me feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah. I, I like the idea that like people like find the shit I make good enough that they want to repurpose it and re. Yeah, that was it. pretty cool. Uh, who knows? Maybe there's more shit out there. I don't know. But you, you know, the problem with YouTube is you know you gotta. How do you make it better? Oh, you make it more videos and make better videos and whatnot. And it takes time and uh, I don't know. I I I'm trying to force myself to the gym to lose COVID weight. I mean, YouTube is kind of bullshit now because like all the. The companies are running it like like you have like the Tonight Show and all this other bullshit that has like, well, they're definitely given preference. One person like there's no like in the top 10. It's like rare to see just a person. 
Yeah, there aren't any yeah. uh, like individual. It's there's just very, PewDiePie. Very corporate, corporatized, and even PewDiePie has been like. I mean, he still does well, but he's been knocked down a few pegs. Yeah, is he's is he not even number two anymore? Who knows? Maybe he's three or four. Oh uh, wow! Maybe T series or, or whatever like algorithmic bullshit is up there. Um, but you know, YouTube still soldiers on. They're, they're trying to get back that TikTok uh, audience because like they have the YouTube Shorts. But the, yeah, the that thing shit is, is stupid. The thing is, you can't make like money on TikTok or like uh, you know, ooh, you get the creator fund, and even Mr. Beast is like, my twenty million views only got me twenty bucks. What the fuck? Yeah, no, that's that's true. TikTok is bullshit. <laughs> I know a lot of like, like I follow this one girl that you know you can like stitch things. Like you say, yeah, like, yeah. You you can say like you know like um blah 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 blah. I'll go first. You know that kind of shit. She was like, "What lives in your head, rent free." It was like the rent free girl, and she was like stitched like millions of times. And I don't think she made any money off of that. Well, what happens a lot is like people on TikTok, they'll get their audience on TikTok, then they'll make a YouTube channel where they just post exactly, shit and that's when they get the exactly. Real money. That's why. That's why. I remember when I said like, usually on Instagram, that's the most followers you'll have is on the the Instagram medium if you're famous, except if you're a TikToker, because I bet you like the TikTokers that have like fifty million followers, they probably only have like two million followers on Instagram. These TikToks like its own thing like that. Well, what they do is like so. There's a few ones that I've seen. Like there's this one kid who, like all he does is he goes out to like beach shores and he finds shrimp and he removes parasites from them, and, and that's all he fucking does. Every single fucking video. That's so random. Every single fucking video. He's got got to get this the parasites off the shrimp. This is on TikTok, and now he's on YouTube and he's super successful. He's got like three million views. I uh, watched this three million uh, subscribers. I I like that TikTok has a bunch of random shit. I watched. I have this one woman that. She's like a beekeeper, so if there's like a, like an in, like a a bunch of bees at a certain location, people call her to like safely remove the bees and like bring them to their own new home and stuff. So that's pretty cool. I watched this other guy who who has one of those uh you know those um those little toy cars, but like you move them backwards and then you let it go and the, or or, yeah, yeah. or you spin it and it could go. It's like an evil Knievel, and then he puts up like a ramp. And then he has like other action figures, like eh, like standing at the side, and it's Evil Knievel. That guy is great. Well, it's funny. I'm I'm spending a lot more uh, time on TikTok for the job that we will not mention. Um, that you know what it is. <laughs> and uh, how many followers does uh, that thing have? Um, the thing that will not be mentioned. Like, yeah, uh, f- four million. Okay. Um, but the, the, what you call it? Um, but they have way more followers on Instagram and YouTube. Um, Instagram not as much. Uh, YouTube definitely more. A thing that will not be mentioned. Uh, Voldemort. Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not for bad reasons, just for confidentiality yeah, reasons. Yeah, confidentiality. Um, so you know, I waste a lot of time. Well, but I, I never go to TikTok for my own uh, pleasure. Uh, I, I just go for it <laughs> for, for for work. When I've got like a certain thing I need to find, and uh, yeah, there's just like fun, like stupid funny things. I I post stuff there, but it's usually just of Maggie or like funny video game things that I've clipped with my friends. It's like nothing, you know. Well, what's your most viral TikTok video? What's the best you've ever gotten? N- none of them, none of them. But there's got to be one that got like four thousand no. views or six thousand nope. views. None of them. I sometimes like there was a sometimes they have a thing where they have a coupon if you want to like promote your video so i've done that but that doesn't count mm. it's not organic growth it's not organic growth you're not getting those tiktok calls. there was there's been nothing that i've that has gotten even remotely viral 
even even on my YouTube page, I remember I made like there used to be this baseball player on the Mets called Matt Harvey. He's over there somewhere. And his nickname was the Dark Knight. So what I did was I did one of those trailer things where I took the the trailer of the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. put the voice, and then I made uh, you know, a baseball video to it of him like pitching and like all this stuff and then i had robin was talking but it was other pitcher was like do you think he's coming back because he also just came back from like tommy john surgery so it was pretty interesting and it worked really well and i got a couple thousand views for that but Ooh. still nothing yeah, special nothing, nothing major god do you think that created or vocal has a tiktok platform or do you think they're doing anything because like one of their weird purchases is they bought like this agency the we agency which is like this influencer marketing or talent agency. And I remember seeing this big press release. The Wii agency secures Alexis LaRue, the, the tiny mom with two gigantic twins. And it's just like this 22-year-old girl. What? Isaac, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, keep, keep talking. Maybe I'll find the press release. Wait, just to describe that again. So Okay, so vo- created, vocal, whatever the... F- Fuck Jerick Media yeah, became. Yeah, who cares? They, like, you know, one of their bad sprees, they bought a talent agency okay. that hire, you know, that, like, does talent work for. Why would they buy a talent agency? Because they're fucking stupid and think it's synergy. It and doesn't make sense. I, I don't know. Like, oh, we can promote their talent through our shitty blogs. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. I should actually find my friend's article, my the, the article my friend did. With them, so and well, I'll, I'll show it to you, and you can read okay. it and so, see if it's if it's one of the, if it's them or someone or user generated content. Yeah. So uh, and then they this this press release about how their their agency like signed this woman on TikTok who was famous because she had these like mutant babies, these like gigantic infants that look huge, and she was like tiny mom, and it's like Alexis Larue, <laughs> the tiny mom, who's viral on TikTok. Oh, it's right here. Got it a year ago on Geeks. Vocal media slash geeks here. So, ooh. Tammy Reese, about a year ago in interview. So let's see who Tammy Reese. I actually asked her, uh, my friend Victoria, to be on the podcast at some point. Ah. Actually, I'll ask her about her interview with them. Or if it, if it was just, it might have been just, you know, someone not really associated with them. So the real thing you we'd need to do mm-hmm. to find out if it's um, like... Them or not. We need to find, uh, go to LinkedIn and see if Tammy Reese worked in an official capacity. Yo, Isaac works for the FBI, guys. <laughs> yeah, the, the social media FBI. Yo, that, every girl is really good at that shit. Where's my man? I got to check him out on Snapchat. Isaac, do you even have Snapchat? I do. I don't use it that much. Are we friends on Snapchat? I don't know. What's your Snapchat name? Captain I, Crunch? I don't know. I think this is her. Looks like a African-American woman. Award-winning writer, podcast co-host. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, I feel like an award-winning writer shouldn't be working for them. Um, well, she may not be award-winning. Okay, so she seems... Isaac, you've won awards. Yeah, at some point I have. Isaac, next time you're here, you got to bring some paraphernalia of uh, Captain Crunch or something <laughs> to hang in the background because it's very naked over there. Well, you kind of like, well, you told me. I know, I forgot. I, I didn't think about it yet. So tell me, do, do you think these people look like the same? 
I don't see a person on the left. Okay. Isaac, that's not a person. That's someone's hand. Well, no, the, the profile. There we go. All right, but you showed me someone's hand. <laughs> All right, let's see. Yes, I think so. Okay, so here's my, my my sleuth conclusion. I don't think she worked for Jarek Media or created. I think she's uh, user-generated content. So I think she just interviewed her and posted it up. Since they let you post up almost anything. Oh, okay. Then, that, then uh, okay, that's better. Then she probably had no idea. She was probably, like, trying to find an interview, and then yeah, exactly. they were just like, oh, where should we post it? Okay, this place is easy to post on. Yeah, yeah exactly, and she's already posted a bunch of shit, so, you know. Just okay, there. all right. That solves that mystery. Yes. Uh, many, many more in the world out there, but at least you can rest easy. <laughs> that has been uh, debunked. Oh, okay. Here's a question for you. Sometimes when I post something with Maggie in it, mm-hmm. all these weebs keep talking about this certain character from... Oh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, there's like this <laughs> talking dog that like befriends the group, and it kind of yeah. looks like Maggie. It's yeah, like a Boston yeah. Terrier. What's the, what's the name of it again? Uh, I- Iggy? The, Iggy. Yeah, everyone's like, is that Iggy? <laughs> yo, so I keep trying to like kind of like work on that. I'm like, yo, here's my Iggy. I got I to gotta watch that. Did you ever watch that? Is yeah, it, I've seen all of good? it. It's good? Um, I don't know if you'd like it, but uh, it certainly has an appeal. I mean, if Maggie's in it, I'll, I like it. Uh, well, but there's a short. He, he, here's part. where here's where it gets confusing, though. So oh. here's what you need it's to like understand. Like time travel or something? Or no, maybe? not quite. So, the gimmick of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is that it's a generational saga. Um, mm-hmm. Each like kind of like major season follows a major story arc from the con- or the manga, and the way it works is it follows a different generation of the Joe star family. So the original first series starts in like the 1800s. Okay. And he's like a gentleman and he fights uh, evil vampires, his adopted brother. And then the next second series takes place in like the early 1900s. Uh, and it follows like the great grandson of the first guy. And then the third series, the one with Iggy follows the grandson of the guy from the second series. <laughs> and then the fourth one follows the bastard son of the second guy from the second series. <laughs> Bro, yeah, you I lost get, me yeah. already, but uh, I don't know. It sounds interesting. Uh, in general, I, I find the concept very interesting. So th- th- that's the overall gimmick. Uh, and so if you watched it from the very beginning, you wouldn't see uh, Maggie, uh, your dog, in it until, like, the third season. What are you doing tomorrow? Anything fun? Um... Nothing major. Well, I don't know. Maybe writing a script. There's another podcast. Uh, this guy asked me to go on, and I'm a nice guy. Oh, I don't know. Here, here's a YouTube story. You want to hear it? Sure. Almost like apprehensive of telling you. So this guy reaches out to me on Twitter, uh, and he's like, "Oh, I've got this great opportunity. I'm a big uh, Power Rangers fan, and I know this guy who's like move the mic closer. Who's like an executive producer yeah, yeah. of Power Rangers, and and I got this idea, and I think you're the one person who could realize it and make it happen. <laughs> so I, re- I make this video about like this pitch for esports Power Rangers. Of course, the guy never looks at it, so it's a complete freaking waste of time. I- I'm kind of angry about it because of, like I-, I put so much time into like doing this stupid thing, and I mm-hmm. and, and you know mostly I'm a glass half full kind of person. I'm usually, yeah. but I I took a glass half full attitude or i'm a glass half empty kind of person i am too i'm very pessimistic so i took a glass half full attitude and all of my pessimistic uh beliefs were confirmed it was a complete waste of time 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, I still interact with the guy, and he invites me onto his podcasts, and uh, the podcasts get viewed by next to no one. Uh, but, you know, to talk about nerd shit, like, oh, what do you think about the latest uh, Doctor Strange? What did you think about uh, The Mandalorian? What did you think about... What did you think about Obi-Wan? Did you watch Obi-Wan? I'm... I'm sure... Uh... No, I didn't. Short answer. <laughs> what I need to do, and I know I'm sure Obi-Wan is at a timeline that I can watch safely, but I just need to... I'm very behind in so many things, like Star Wars and Marvel-related. I'm just very behind. So I need to I need to watch it the way the order it came out first, and then I'll, I'll go what back. What was the last Star Wars thing you watched? <laughs> I, th- I The Mandalorian Season 1. Oh wow! Well, so you're not super far back, but you're you're. you're pretty but I far also back. never watched episode uh, nine, uh, eight, and nine. <laughs> and I, I, I actually, you know what I haven't seen, which I heard was one of the best Star Wars movies ever, was Rogue One. Oh, it depends on who you Some, ask. Well, that's with everything, but I've heard a lot of people say really good things. Like it had it had the modern graphics mixed with the old the old aesthetic. Yeah, I have mixed feelings of Rogue One. Really, I, I I can't believe you haven't seen Last Jedi. Last Jedi, as I talked about, is a cultural signifier point. Yeah, but I heard it was bad. Well, the, All right, I'll have to watch it. I'll watch it. We'll talk I'm about that. So morbidly curious, what you think? How of about Last Jedi? the next time we do this? I'll have watched. Okay, and we'll talk about anything. Okay. So I also heard things mixed reviews on the Mandalorian. I heard mixed reviews on the Boba Fett stuff. Boba Fett, I think, is generally bad, and I think the Obi Wan is. I've heard he the the biggest complaint is he has his uh, helmet off too much, <laughs> which is true. He's a man of a few words, and that's what makes him interesting. Uh, well, they want to give the guy his. Uh... There's a lot of things. I mean, you want you want a little bitching thing about the Boba Fett? Not yet, not okay. yet. We'll save that. You're gonna be pure because you don't follow will, the discourse will, on any shit. I will of this bitch. Shit. I am. You know, I don't follow that <laughs> shit. Actually, that's funny. That is something about me specifically. Even when something comes out, I usually don't even like to watch more than one trailer about things. You, I just, you like to be pure. I like it just unadulterated. So this guy is a podcast tomorrow. Part of me is thinking of like not doing it just so I can like do my own shit because it's time consuming. Um, You know, there's part of me that even just wanted to, you know, uh, deck out on you, but I I can't deck out on you. I am. (laughs) I I appreciate that as a good guy. I am trustworthy and I am a man of my word. You are. You are. You're a guy. uh, You know, I'm not. You'd be good. You know what else you'd be good at, Isaac? You're, you're, you're a, uh, yeah, you're, um, You'd be good as uh, like an agent. I, I think I would be if you I could ever be. if I could ever actually like we, weasel my way into yeah. that. Uh, You'd but, be good at that. No, no, we need this. Isaac's like I'm getting the money. I'm getting the money. Yeah, I think I would be good if. But the only problem is like, oh god, you, you, I applied to so many fucking agent assistant jobs. I, I think I only got like three interviews over the course of my time. And most of the time when I interviewed, I would just get this like look of disgust from the person, like. You know, we, why are you here? Oh, why do you want to be here? Oh, what are your goals? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Those is, questions are so annoying. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Like uh, Working for you. Dead. <laughs> like, hopefully. No. But, uh, yeah. Um, God, there's part of me that, like, wants to do, like, fun interviews with, like, a um, like a hidden spy camera and just give the most awkward answers. Just, like, yeah. make things as uncomfortable as possible. Uh-huh. They did that on Impractical Jokers, did too. They? Yeah, yeah. He's just, like, on an interview, and they're just, like, there's, like, a bat flying or something. I don't know. It's funny shit. God, it also reminds me, ages ago, when, like, Postmates, I went to, like, this Postmates interview, and I would, like, go through, like, the screening process, and they kept on not approving me, and I would do it again with a different email, and I kind of wanted to rip the clipboard from the guy and say, why didn't you approve me? What the fuck? Why wouldn't, like, what? 
I don't know, maybe a practical reason. Maybe they didn't want people with cars, or maybe they got bad vibes for something from a guy who just wants to deliver shit from Postmates. Well, how many of those jobs have you had? Uh, what do you mean? Delivery, like, gig, gig car, all those ones. Like, which ones? Name them. I've done DoorDash. I've done Uber Eats. Uh, I've done Postmates. Um I signed up for Roadster, but never really tried it. I was always kind of curious, but they always had, like, asking you to go to New York City, which is a big What about the driving ones? Like, those count as two under. Yeah, yeah, and Lyft and Uber, and I've done TaskRabbit. What's TaskRabbit? You never heard of TaskRabbit? No. It's like a gig economy app where, you you know, you say what your services are, and then people, like, hire you out out for shit. Oh. So, like, maybe Like Angie's List. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you're moving furniture. Maybe you're a handyman. Maybe someone hires you to edit. Maybe someone hires you to do blah, blah, blah. I did a little bit about that. Yeah. uh, People kept on asking me to buy expensive shit for them, and I had to put it on my credit card. I'd get paid back, but I was, like, getting really pissed off about that. That's shady. Yeah. Um, How'd they pay you back in cash? So, what you do is you, like, take a picture of the invoice, and then you charge it to them when you, like, cash out and say the task is done. That's weird, though. But yeah, it was like eh, you f- you get more you get points on your credit card though you get free money out. Yeah, of it. I, that's why I wasn't a hundred percent opposed to it because I I do I do like writing running like a big bill on my. Credit that's card. why here's here's a hill. Oh shit, we're not recording anymore. Here's a, what? No audio we are audio we are okay. so it's fine. That's that's the important part. Um, but um, but wait, so your camera is not recording? That one looks like it's a. Uh, it's probably out of space. It's all right. We're almost done. Okay, but uh, well, as long as audio is going. Oh yeah, audio still going. Uh, what was I going to say? What was I talking about? What were we talking about? We were talking about Postmates and the uh, gig economy shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, I lost it. Uh, TaskRabbit? <laughs> oh, uh, points. Points on credit cards. Right. That's a hill I will die on, is that points on credit cards. Uh, why do why do so many people... You're a little bit older than me. I have a lot of friends that are younger than me, and there's like a big difference between like the young... Even, if, even like five years younger. Why does everyone use... Um, uh, debit cards and not credit cards. It's the dumbest thing in the world. It is the it's dumbest. The thing dumbest thing in the world. Thing in the world. Uh, to me, it's like it's like playing Diablo or an RPG. Like you want to go in with the sword, or do you want to go in the sword with like the two percent fire damage? You want the two percent fire exactly. damage. Exactly. It's literally free money just for like you just treat it like a debit card. Like it makes no sense. Some debit cards you can make money on now, but that's a very new thing, and so it just makes no sense to me. Why? I guess are they afraid of going into credit card debt? Like, I guess. But I if d- you can control yourself, and if you can pay like i i feel feel like normal people like pay off their credit card well what i do is like basically every time i get a paycheck i just pay off the credit card and i put everything on the credit card yeah um but i just pay it when it's when it's due once a month no not even once a month i I pay it like the minute i get in the paycheck well that's a little ocd or you're just being extra careful. You're talking to a guy who looks into his bank account every day. All right, and then I, I get that little sense of satisfaction. Mm, There's nothing wrong there. with that. I'm not hating on that. And then, uh, that's how I do it. I, I pay it off. Uh, but I, I'm glad, I, don't, I don't like seeing that number grow. But I'm glad you're on, you're on board with that because I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I got to get a debit card. I love my debit card. I'm like, why? They're dumb. They're dumb. Just, you're wasting money. Uh, like, I, I love getting free that, money. Yeah, I love getting that free money, and I love like buying like either stocks or putting it into crypto. Like what yeah. I do is I buy. Um, you could do anything with it. USDC uh, stable coins, and then they're, they're like in this little account, and they're getting it more interest than you'd get in any bank. With my Chase Freedom card, I I, I turn them into gift cards, but the gift cards are like 
you know, you get you can buy the gift cards, but with like twenty percent off. So then I'm making more out of it. Yeah, there you go. That sounds like Isaac. Like Isaac, you're getting you like that feeling. Yeah, that's good. I, 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 I it's lo- like you're cheating the system by not cheating the system. <laughs> exactly. It's like a nice little bonus. I, I like it when I'm like, ooh, seventy dollars. Ooh, I'm getting this much yeah. back. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't know why anyone would would not use a credit card unless they're stupid. Because like I use like a Chase Freedom card as like my backup. Usually I use the first credit card I ever had was a the City card. It was uh, the double cash card, two percent. You, you know what kind of fucks up your credit? But as long as you paying off your bills, you do well. What I I love fucking doing. What? Um, opening just opening up new credit cards where they have the bonus where you spend five hundred dollars and you get like one hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. And I just collect those bonuses and just keep, <laughs> keep on investing in them. them well, you should have. It says you should have at least a couple credit cards enough to build your credit. Because I have like three. I have my regular card. I use. I have the Chase Freedom, which every three months you get five percent back on something random. Ooh. So this month, this th- this. Th- Three months is gasoline, which is good. Yeah, that's what I got to decide. I got that Bank of America card, and you could choose 3% on one category. And right now, I have it for food, but I, you know, I typically don't go out to eat that. I mean, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm a very cheap. I live in a very expensive place, so I'm always nervous. So I'm, I'm trying to live as cheap of a lifestyle as possible. Um, so I'm thinking maybe I should switch it to gas because I have to buy gas, and gas is so expensive. Might as well get those Biden bucks, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean it just—I don't know. It makes more sense to yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know why the younger people, the little your Zoomer friends, don't want it. Maybe they're just afraid. Maybe it's just a stigma. Like, oh, I don't want a credit card. I'm just gonna put everything on debit. No, get that. Some bonus. people do go crazy with the credit cards and they fuck themselves over. Yeah. But you know, I was just—I've always been very careful. Uh, and like when I was younger, you know, obviously, like I had a card with my parents, like just to like, and then I finally got my own. Um, but I don't know. It was easier that way. Yeah, I, I do love it. It's just like for free little money. It's like you, you spend no, man. Money, I must have like five hundred dollars. Like I bought like a TV with it. I bought a, <laughs> I bought I bought that monitor with uh, with uh, money free money yeah. with free money. Like I see no reason not to use it. There's nothing but the gain unless you're like stupid and you you put like everything on the credit card and just think it's all gonna go away. Yeah, that's not yeah. Like oh, a, can't do that. Your friend Larissa, is she is she a big credit card spender? Yeah, we I think we both have the Chase Freedom card. All right, so she she's she's doing the good thing. Well, she has like credit card debt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm trying to get I'm going to get her on the podcast. We're going to talk about her dating life. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> See, that's why I'm that's why it's called the buddy list. I got we have we had a great conversation today. We talked we reminisced about stuff, talked about people we liked, people we didn't like. Uh our our Bad luck with uh, job interviews and all that bullshit. And then I have Larissa to talk about her crazy dating life. She's always dating these, oh, this guy Pedro and all this stuff. Like, yo, uh, I guess he uh, doesn't want a relationship. I'm like, he told you he didn't want a relationship like four <laughs> months ago. I wasted seven months. I'm like, you, you knew this. You knew all of this. <laughs> And then I got Nick. We have a crazy story to talk about with these with these two girls we went out with. Nick the bald sexy. The bald sexy, our friend the bald sexy. I have I saved that stick you made. I don't know where it is. I have it somewhere. I think it's in the garage. That stick with him with the crown on. Yeah, where I got I, like, that somewhere. Him for that Game of Thrones video. Yeah, yeah. And I think, did you like what I did? I put the. It is nice the the the, the sound foam. You could tell when I first got came down here after I did it, the sound like dies. Yeah. Um, it a nice job but it's too. very weird during the day because it's so dark down here. The first couple days, I was like depressed. I was like, "It's too dark down here now. It feels like nighttime." Well, just keep telling yourself this is the Joe Rogan cave. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think I'm gonna put a picture of J Bone. 
in the background <laughs> as if he's looking in the window. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, you know, I guess we start wrapping it up. I don't even know how long it's been. Um, I guess two and a half hours. Well, it's nine o'clock. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, we, that, we had a good time here. I got a lot to edit. Well, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what you were, were going to post today. Are you going to post on Spotify on your YouTube channel? Yeah, I'm going to fix, I'm going to get my Spotify uh, stuff fixed. My, um, what do you call it? Uh, my graphics first. And then, you know, I think I already started making an account and things so like that. So are you going to do like, um, so it sounds like you're going to post it up on Spotify. I recommend looking into this thing called, um, uh, what's it called? Uh. Anchor. It's a free podcasting thing, and you can get money off of it. Uh, okay. I, I use it for my podcast, which I have not updated in a long time, um, which I should. Um, I feel bad about, but I'm tired. And I, you know, I gotta, I gotta go uh, try and lose weight to get those Tinder girls. Those ticks. Hell yeah, Tim. You what, what would the, all right? So you're a mass. You're you're hooking up with bitches. You're a man of a certain size. I'm a man of a certain size. I'm not having your success. What what are you app are you using? Is it uh, Tinder, Bumble, blah blah blah? I'll tell you something, Isaac. I probably have every one of those apps downloaded. I also am into uh, freaky girls, so I'm not sure we'd be in the same. You're looking for a, a nice Jewish girl. Well, I'll tell you what. The nice Jewish girls, when they match with you on Bumble, you just watch that 24 hours uh, oh, expand. You know what, Bumble? Here's here's what I'll say about Bumble. Bumble has the hottest girls. You're not paying any more any services, right? You're not paying like uh, one thing I hate is that like uh, Tinder puts like the girl or you know these are the people who look like you, but you have to pay twenty four dollars a month to yeah. see them. So I'll tell you something. Bumble is not successful for me because those are the hottest girls on there. It's just <laughs> how it is. It's just how it is. Okay. And I'll t- I will give you a four one one on each of these dating apps. All right. So we have plenty of fish. It's it, that's the worst one. <laughs> It seems like there are a lot of trashy people. Those are the ugly girls. Right? And it's also a poorly designed app. The only thing Terribly I, the, designed. The, There's so many bots. The only thing I like about it... Oh, yeah. And I got... Oh, you, you know what? I might need to read you something. Another thing. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I got something good for you. Um, but, like, the one thing I like about Plenty of Fish is that, like, you can actually message people. You don't have to be matched with them to message. Right. Yes. And um, then there's uh, Plenty... Uh, okay Cupid, which, for some reason, I match with a lot of, like... Uh, Malaysian girls, like girls, or like Filipino girls, like in the Philippines. I feel like they're trying and, to like steal your money. And women from Africa, like that live in Africa. <laughs> I kid you not. Like it's, yeah, I don't know. But uh, and then there's Tinder. Tinder is, I don't know. It is what it is. I, I actually, I have some beef with 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 girls on Tinder because Tinder was first made. As like the straight version of Grinder. Yeah, well, now it's a hookup like, app. Now everyone's like, not looking for hookups. I'm on Tinder. Why the hell are you on Tinder? Because <laughs> it got mainstreamed. No, it's so. But like, I'm not saying I'm looking for hookups. But if you have to say I'm not looking for hookups, I'm like, I didn't ask. <laughs> I just assume it just makes you... you come off as like snotty. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of Facebook dating? I've met a couple people from there. It's okay. I actually met this crazy girl on there. Uh, it's all right. I like that you don't have to pay, and it's yeah, it's pretty straightforward. The one thing I hate is like there are all these fucking a- fake Asian girls. Oh my like, god! What's my what's? Come join my WhatsApp. I will show you. I write before they even say anything. I write. I don't have WhatsApp. I write that to them. <laughs> Half the time they don't respond. Most of the time they don't respond. But every there's always like these hot fake Asian girls. Yeah, they're always profiles. hot. They're always really hot. So, hold on, let me find uh, 
Let's see. Uh, Yanni. Hello, she wrote on my picture. Hello. Nice to see you here. I'm 28 years old and would like to meet a mature gentleman. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly the same message. If you I like get. me too, let's make friends. <laughs> I'm looking for a sincere relationship to share our daily life with others. Do you have WhatsApp? It will be more convenient to add my private WhatsApp, her number. Facebook doesn't appear often. But yeah, I don't know. I have I, I, a I just spies There's a an, I... Angelica I matched with, and I wrote. As you can see, I wrote, hey, I don't have WhatsApp. <laughs> and then, then it just goes silent. And then she didn't say anything. This one, I said, hey, hi, I don't have WhatsApp. How are you? She said, I usually use what I say this software, seldom use other software. I don't know what that means, but that's what she wrote. So, all right, so you want to hear this uh, create this message from, uh, almost sounded like a parody. All right, let's do it. Hello, Isaac. I am a missionary, and I hope that won't scare you away. I work with the underprivileged orphanages, motherless babies, and help to eradicate HIV AIDS. I teach self-esteem to sick kids. I joined this site when a friend who was in a missionary got married three months ago. She met her husband from this site and was so amazing how she made it through with him. I will be coming back to the States in two weeks with me superior. She is based in Manhattan, New York. I will stay with her for a while until I get my own place. That's why I chose Manhattan in my profile because that's where I finally settled down. How did it all start? I am originally from Glendale, Arizona. My family left there. To be honest, I wish they left, never left. I had a privilege of growing up around many farms, trays, leaks, rivers, and creeks. So needless to say, I am very much attached to celebrating all beautiful that the Lord has given us. There are so many people that never get to experience that type of beauty. And yes, I love all outdoor sports such as fishing, hiking, camping. There's something amazing about sitting around a campfire under the stars of sky, not ridden with noise and haze of pollution. These combined with my family and friends are what makes me happy. I am a happy person. I look very much forward to somebody to have a family of my own. I grew up in a family of four, me, my brother, and my parents. We grew up in the state and later relocated to Kent, UK, with my mom and my brother after a messy divorce with my dad. They are both dead. Dad died in a car accident while mom died of breast This is death. one message? <laughs> this is one message! Bro. <laughs> when is she going to ask for the money? <laughs> I, I can't tell. That's the, the, the. Do you think this is like a scammer, or do you think this is like a real person? It's not real. It, it, it's you're right. It's really fractured. The fractured butthole. Yeah. Oh man. But it's also it just keeps on going. I think that's crazy. No head games, please. As I have been hurt in the past, and I know how it feels. I sent you some of my picks. I want you to do the same and ask you one thing. I want you to be honest, please. Are you currently talking to other persons who have met you? <laughs> Plenty of Tell her yes, I have, Is absolutely. Is else who may be interested? Thanks for getting back to me, and I hope this email gets you in good health condition. Linda. Linda. It's like, even if this is a real person, fuck you. Like, don't look around at other people. Like, like I, I, come move in with me as I come into the United States. It's, Jesus fucking Christ. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I, I was basically like, uh, I would, you don't fucking choose what state you live based on who you meet on a fucking dating app. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't expect that, and I'm Jewish, so. Have, <laughs> so <laughs> I wouldn't expect that, and I'm Jewish. Yeah. Isaac Shapiro, write it down. There you go. Just... Oh, all right, man. I guess we should wrap it up. This has been, uh, this is our first, this is my first uh, episode here of, uh. The buddy list. Thanks, Isaac, for coming on. Thanks for having me, Jim. It's been good seeing you. I haven't seen you in a little bit. And uh, yeah, I hope you uh, start posting uh, more on your YouTube channel again, uh, Lobster Magnet. Well, did you watch my last video, motherfucker? 
I think I did. What was it? Uh, it doesn't come up. You got to tell me. Vin Diesel versus The Rock. No, because I didn't. I'm not on YouTube that much. Fuck you. I, <laughs> I got to. You know, I don't get notifications. Fuck you. I'm sorry. I'll watch it. I will watch it. I only watch Dr. Disrespect on YouTube. And uh, I yeah. watch Bar Bar Rescue. They ever reveal why he got banned from Twitter? Not yet. They still haven't. There was something that came out recently where like he won something, or but they still have not said anything. Uh, it's very interesting, though. But one day, I hope to know. All right. I, I know. I'm going to drag you back. Yeah. Wrap it up. Uh, but we're wrapping up. All right. I don't even know when I'm going to post this and when this will be out, but uh, it's uh, the 8th today. It's uh, July 8th. Uh, it's my parents' anniversary. But... um. You know, whoever stayed this long, thank you very much for listening. I always appreciate that. Come out to my trivia nights or something, and uh, uh, we'll see you next time. I'll see who I have on next. Maybe it'll be Nick, maybe Larissa. But, uh, Isaac, any closing thoughts? Uh, go to my channel, Lobster Magnet uh, Review. Uh, go subscribe and watch all the videos, or else my parrot will rip your eyes out. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again, Isaac. And uh, everyone, enjoy the rest of your night or day, and I'll catch you guys later. 